internet icon the pride of the pilgrims the most honest man in all of podcasting handsome jackie jones my right hand man he's on a two-day poop fest he is on a 48 hour poop binge so he will not be here he's a scooting and a tooting he's a pooping and a looting Maybe not a Luton, maybe butt Luton, but he'll be here next week. The inch daddy, he's taking the old uh, pooperoonie. Uh, so anyway, join me live here. We got Taz of the Greek, we have Patrick, we got Joe, Joe Brown, his life is calling. We have stellar Stephen, Mike B, Dobbs, Dean, Maya, and all the fine folks of the heady verse. And if you're listening on the archives, you're watching on YouTube, on Spotify, listening on iTunes and all that good stuff, every Tuesday night, normally we're here live at 9 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Maybe I'll start doing uh, the live Jackie Jones show after um, after uh, Dynamite. But anyway, Sunday night. We had one of the best pay-per-views I have ever seen. And I know some of you, some of you people are, oh my God, he's an AEW mark. Well, I like it. It made me a wrestling fan again, the AEW. And uh, you know, there's some stuff that's not the best, which on this show uh tonight, Dynamite, some of the stuff on the best, but the pay-per-view was dynamite. It was honestly one of the best shows I've uh, ever seen. So 
On the buy-in, we had legit Layla Hirsch versus Chris Statlander. This was, you know, totally fine. Um, I'm a fan of Chris Statlander. I'm not really a big fan of the alien gimmick, but she's good. Um, Layla Hirsch um, grew on me, but um, lately she's kind of going, I don't know. There's something she's missing something. She's a good wrestler, but she doesn't have really a lot of a character. Uh, Hook versus QT Marshall. I saw some people saying this was not a good match, but this is the match that this match should be. This is not like a five-star classic match. Um, some people, I think, sometimes look at all the wrestling shows where they look on like a Dave Meltzer, where, you know, each match should be, you know, so many stars, whatever. That's not what this match is for. This match is because Hook is mega over. And uh, this was kind of the blow off of his uh, feud with the um, the Nightmare family, the factory. He beat all the guys leading up to the man himself, QT Marshall. This is a big superstar in the making, uh, Hook. He, he is a very uh, green, but for his skill level, he's fantastic. And he has a lot of stuff you can't teach. As uh, a man once said, you can't teach being seven feet tall. You can't teach being hot, all that stuff. You can't, uh, you can't teach charisma. You can try to improve, you know, uh, um, the it factor or whatever. But he has the it factor. He comes out. People are drawn to the man. Superstar in the making, they're doing the exact way it should be. Short matches, get in, do some cool stuff, leave some mystery. It's cool. People, you know, who should he feud with? Uh, you got time to worry about that down the line. Right now, just keep doing what you're doing with him. House of Black versus um, I don't know what you call the other team. They're not the death triangle at the moment, but you got Pac, who I'm a fan of Pac, uh, Penta Oscuro. I'll be honest. I'm not the world's biggest Penta fan. I know some people really uh, mark out for this dude and think he's, um, you know, he should have been like world champ and like all this stuff. He's fine. I don't dislike him. I actually think Phoenix is a more talented of the Lucha Bros. Um, this real, this new dark stuff he's doing, I'm not really into. And I'm a dark guy. I like the blood and the guts. And the demons and the devils and the killing and sacrificing your soul to the devil himself. I'm, I, you know, I'm pro all that stuff, but he's just kind of cornball. But the worst part, so I can live with him. He's, he's fine. But his manager, no, he comes out looking super corny. He's got like a, he's got like a, like a chain or something. Like he'd be walking in like, um, uh, like a movie, you know, asking for their dead, like bring out your dead. I don't know. Uh, House of Black. I like Malachi Black a lot. I like Br uh, Brody King a lot. Buddy Matthews is ripped. He's all right. He's fine wrestler. Does he go with this group? You got these two. Uh, guys covering tattoos, and you got a redheaded man or white red, a very pale. Well, the other guys are pale too, but this jacked up redhead guy who's called Buddy. Are you can you be like a Satan worshiper and you're just Buddy? He's like, he's like a Ralph Mouth on like uh steroids. I don't get it, but this match was fine. This match is good, I dug it.
Alex Abrahantes. Yeah, look at this. Get rid of this bum. Um, then we went to the pay-per-view itself. Eddie Kingston versus Jericho to open the open the pay-per-view. Hot damn, this match was great. Great build-up to this match. I liked I liked the whole thing. They have another this is another guy, you a superstar. They've got a lot of guys you could really build the company around. Eddie Kingston, to me, potential world champion. He's got uh, again the it factor. He's got the crowd behind him. People are genuinely emotional about the guy. They actually want to see him do well. Um, it's like a natural story. It's his last. It's his last run. You know, potentially his last run. Um, and that's all. And it's told so well. He comes out there. You believe what he's saying. And you believe Jericho? Jericho, you know, I've seen I've seen guys like you. You can't win the big one. You're afraid to win the big one. I like all this. They have a hell of a match. Opens a show before everyone's starting to get burnt out from some of the cool stuff. Not that this isn't cool. This is the kind of wrestling I like. And uh, bam, good stuff. Eddie wins. Makes Jericho uh, tap out to the stretch plum. Not the not the you know. Not like the that doesn't really uh, strike fear into my heart. The stretch plum, but whatever is cool. It's a cool move. Probably caught something else. Uh, but good stuff. And then Jericho refuses to shake the hand of Eddie Kingston. Jurassic Express, the Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. Um, now, when they this show started, I was a big Luchasaurus fan. He got hurt, and I believe I'm I'm putting I'm putting this on record. You can go back and listen to the archives of every podcast that's ever been known to man. I was the first guy to start calling out Luchasaurus for for smacking the legs too much. Everything smacking the leg, smacking the leg. When he came back, I don't know, but. I will say this show and tonight he's working a little bit more like a big man. He's toning down the flips. I don't think he needs to do that. He's a big jacked up dude. You can do a couple of them because you're big. Bam, do it up. So I like this guy. Um, Jungle Boy is very good. Uh, this was a, a three-way tag team match for the, the titles. You had Red Dragon who won one of the Battle Royals and uh, the Young Bucks who won the other Battle Royal. And so you had, uh, you know, the two uh, elite teams who should be working together against the one. Kind of, you know, a natural uh, story here. You had the the baby faces got to overcome the odds. And then the heels, you know, there's some dissension in the ranks, which is building up to the eventual uh, Kenny Omega return, I believe. And then we'll have uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks against uh, Red Dragon and Adam Cole. I I'm into this. All, all earlier, there was also um, there was a promo about uh, Kenny Omega coming back with uh, his manager, Cyrus the Virus. Who's not that anymore? We all know. But anyway, who cares? Jurassic Express was good, though. I'm a big fan of that guy. Uh, Jurassic Express uh, won. Good match. Uh, then we had the, um, the ladder match for uh, the face of the revolution. We had some big powerhouse dudes in this. We had um, Keith Lee and Wardlow and powerhouse Hobbs. And you had um, Orange Cassidy in here. Uh, Christian Cage, who I'm not a big fan of Christian Cage, but I do think this was actually a match where it made sense he was in. He's got the history of the ladder match. So you have the veteran in there who, uh, you know, maybe the king of the ladder matches. 
Um, and uh, Ricky Starks, who his, he's another guy that's grown on me. I think uh, he's I like this guy. Um, some some dangerous looking stuff. I you know th- this was your car crash match. Um, I like about this show had a lot of different stuff, different styles on on the show. I like that in my wrestling. Um, I like it when a show has a lot of different things, not just one style. So um, then this was just you. This what I want to see. I have a, a ladder match. Honestly, do I want to be in there taking these bumps? Are they necessary? No. But if they're going to do it, I'm going to sit back and watch it. So we had some dangerous looking stuff. Uh, Orange Cassidy got huge beal toss. Keith Lee is the king of the beal. Threw the man over the ring. Hit the hit the uh, two dudes out there. Crashed and burned. But I see, I've already hurt his shoulder, so that's unfortunate. I'm a big Orange Cassidy fan. Even if I wasn't, I do not like to see people get hurt. Um, I thought Ricky Starks was hurt bad with the power bomb um off the ladder onto the ladder especially after coming back from a broken freaking neck but apparently he's all right but i i I question him being in the match and doing that spot i don't know if that was smart wardlow won i'm a huge wardlow fan another superstar in the making we'll get to the show tonight what i thought about the promo but crowd is definitely behind this man he is uh he's the he's great but they got to get rid of the of the stupid. It looks like a um, they got a, bra- a literal brass ring, but you know it looks like a, like a lifesaver, not the kind you pop in your mouth. You know, like if you're if you're on a boat and you get you fall over, like ah, oh, save me and throw you, you know, a, an inflatable uh, lifesaver. That's what this is. It's just it's, it's stupid. Get something else. I don't know what it would be. You can't just steal the briefcase. I don't know the contract. A cool hat for St. Patrick's Day. I don't know, but not a stupid-looking lifesaver, life preserver. Uh, Jade Cardgill versus Ty Conte. Uh, this was definitely, in my opinion, the worst match of the show. And, and but I'll say this: it wasn't as it wasn't embarrassingly bad as, as uh, some Jade Cardgill uh, matches I've seen. People, some of the Headyverse thinks I hate Jade Cardgill. That is a uh, that is far from the truth. I believe she's going to be a huge star. Already really is a star. The crowd is so into her. They, since they've already debuted her, you really have to keep her on there because the crowd loves her. Um, which I, I would suggest you should probably turn her baby face. But um, she's definitely too green to be in, in long competitive matches. Uh, she tries very hard, as does uh, Ty Conti. But you had two very green people in here, not particularly good. Um, I don't think the psychology made any sense. I will say I didn't get the the kiss at this one, but I believe this is going to be a thing of Jade Cardgill because she referenced the kiss of death on uh, Dynamite tonight. So I, I'm fine with that now. And let's change my opinion on this, the kiss. But uh, as, as a match goes, it was two green people. Um, for their skill level, it was fine, but this is not a pay-per-view quality match. Um, first of all, Jade Cargill's people call her Goldberg. I don't see the comparison besides she has a uh, undefeated streak. Besides that, there's really not much similar. Um, she's a heel, Goldberg's babyface. Uh, Goldberg, very poor promo, uh, especially at that time. Now he's all right, he's passable. But uh, Jade, I think, has... Is a better promo, better talker, um, more athletic. Uh, I think she has more 
potential to be an overall better performer uh, as opposed to a Goldberg performer who is really best suited to doing a couple big moves. Not because he's green, but it's just that's what people wanted. Where Cardgill is better um, doing that now just because she's green. I, I don't think there's really a big comparison between her and Goldberg. Uh, I don't, when I say the potential to be bigger, a better, well rounded uh, performer, I don't necessarily mean a bigger star because Goldberg had um, charisma and uh, uh, presence beyond, you know, people. But Jade has a lot of presence too. But anyway, Jade is a big star in the making. I just think it would have been better suited if she hadn't debuted and wasn't in these long this is only six minutes but it's and all right so also she's the heel ty conti's the baby face ty conti's other baby face partner smashes jade in the face with a steel chair which she kicks out of so the heel gets cheated by the two baby faces she's you know outnumbered and they cheat hit her in the face of the chair she kicks out and still wins clean. It, that's not good psychology. Uh, the fans, all the fans like her. They've uh, on multiple shows had her baby and her husband at, at ringside. I, I don't really get this. Just drop uh, uh, Mark Sterling. He sucks. He adds nothing. And uh, get rid of him and just make her baby face. People want to want to cheer. Just have her win some short matches. Um CM Punk defeated MJF. This was fantastic. This is uh, the wrestling I like to see. Um, I know I say this every week, but you, when you guys like Daniel Bryan and CM Punk especially, there's some other people I put in there, Bobby Fish and stuff. But um, those guys, the, they're two top-notch guys, though, um, Punk and Danielson. They work a style to me that really bridges the, the two different styles. So you have old school style that I do prefer where it looks like guys are trying to actually beat each other. And then I've accepted that uh, modern style is more about the performance, seeing like uh, the moves and things like that. There is psychology involved. I'm not going to say there's none. And I don't agree that people say no one sells anything. They don't sell to the degree I think they should, but there is still selling involved. But the big uh, down, the biggest thing to me is usually it looks like the guys are are working together to do to do cool stuff. So like a young bucks match, I don't hate that match. I like it, but it's usually clear that they're working with the other team to do cool moves. So then you have um, Punk and Daniel Bryan, uh, Bryan Danielson, and they work. Um, they combine these styles to me. So they'll do a lot of, you can't just go up there and wrestle like in the seventies or even the eighties for modern audience. You're not going to like that. So they do the, they do the big moves, but they also work uh, an old style where it looks like they're trying to beat the, their opponent. So it bridges the two styles. So the more you have these guys working um, with some of the younger guys, to me, it really elevates their game and can elevate the whole show. I would put MJF kind of in, in there too, even though he doesn't necessarily do a lot of big moves, but he is more old school uh, wrestler. Uh, then with Regal's uh, uh, debut, which came later, another guy, huge uh, get up. Anyway, fantastic match, dog collar match, a lot of uh, callbacks to the CM Punk's Ring of Honor days, which is cool because, you know, um, AEW bought Ring of Honor, but uh, I think they're playing this even before that. 
but it just uh, co- coincided, so that was cool. Um, Punk's had the old tights on. He had the music. I didn't get the the music. I am on AEW a lot for that, doing stuff that they just assume everyone knows. But Excalibur explained it, which is which is needed. Excalibur needs to do that more often. Uh, Jr. on Dynamite also, uh, I thought, described a couple of things I have in my notes. But um, Excalibur, um, he's got the knowledge. He's kind of like the modern day professor today. So if he knows uh, the history of something like that, uh, explain it because you can't just. Um, assume everyone watching knows it's cool for the people who do but not everyone does so i didn't get the theme song but you explained that's his original theme or his old theme in, in ring of honor cool um very brutal extremely bloody uh just a bloody mess the the um this whole angle has been fantastic this to me is a storyline of the year uh, great storytelling um, smart storytelling, not childish at all. Um, a little more complex, I think, than you see in wrestling. Like the, the, they're bringing, sh- you know, when they talk about no heels and baby faces, shades of gray. I don't think that's accurate, but I do think the shades of gray part is. So you you have the clear baby face and CM Punk, and the clear he- heel and MJF, but your shades of gray, where neither are totally evil and neither are totally. Good. Where MJF, maybe you can make the, the the argument he's evil, but he's also has reasons why he got there, which they explained in this uh, in this angle the last two weeks. Uh, I thought it was a masterfully done storytelling in wrestling. I even showed a non wrestling fan of mine, and they really dug it. But anyway, this was a culmination. Great match. Um, if you haven't, I would suggest checking out the CM Punk post show um, Q and A. Uh, you could see how much this match meant to him and how much uh, wrestling in AEW is meant to him. He gets very emotional. Just uh, fantastic. Uh, and blood, blood galore. CM Punk really knows how to bleed. Britt Baker uh, versus Thunder Rosa. She went, she keeps uh, her title. Um, this match was fine. It was a little messy. I'm a big fan of Britt Baker as a character. And she should... Um, She's passable as she can have good matches, but sometimes they're kind of uh, kind of messy, which I'm not uh, completely against because I do think wrestling looks better if it's a little messy is and not completely uh, choreographed. But um, she's just not technically great in the ring at times. But her her uh, connection to the crowd uh, supersedes that, and and she can get by with it. Thunder Rosa, I believe, was hurt. So this wasn't their best match, but it was it was good. Um, John Moxley versus uh, Daniels, uh, Brian Danielson. Fan, this another fantastic match. These guys uh, just tore the place up. Danielson's at uh, the top of his game. You could tell uh, he's really motivated. He's never obviously he's never been bad at all. Don't get me wrong, but in this new environment, he looks fantastic. He's having the mat- best match he's had in years. And you could tell he's having fun, even though he's the bad guy. He, I think he's one of the best heels in wrestling. Moxley's got himself in the shape of his life. And these guys uh, tore it up. Great. I like this is another storyline I like. It's this kind of basic stuff. It was uh, Danielson's like, we're, guy, we're guys that have been to the been to the top. We have the experience. What if we led, you know, because AEW's built around factions. What if we lead some of these guys that need better leadership? We take 2.0. We take 
um, or no, I think it was Garcia from 2.0. Different people, Dante Martin, whoever. I like this. And Moxie's like, I only, I will only, you know, team with someone I bled with. So they have to have this fight and they bleed. And, and then uh, to continue this story, so you've got these, you've got the arguably the best brawler going and the best technical wrestler going. But they, and they have something there. They could lead, they could help lead people, but and maybe they could be tag champs, but they can't quite mesh. Regal comes out, who has a history of both guys. He's the guy that keeps these two together. Boom. Great. Uh, works for me. Darby Allen and Sammy Guevara with Sting. And they wrestled the Andrade Hardy family office. The, the, the worst angle in wrestling. This angle is the shits. But uh, very good match. I'm a huge fan of Sting, and and uh, I, well, I like all three of the baby faces. But I love seeing Sting wrestle in AW. It's a great time. So uh, this was excellent. Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, Sting. I know I'm gonna have a fun time. I don't really care about the other team at all. But uh, seeing Sting diving off the off the um. Off the uh, into the off the crowd through a table, sixty some years old. People can say where they want, saying he's there for the money, and obviously money helps. But there's, um, he's been. Uh, I think his run in W, the end of WCW, showed what you get out of Sting if it's just about money, because he just walked through stuff, and he was a uh, twenty five years younger than he is now. This isn't. Uh, he doesn't jump off uh, balconies. Uh, for the money, he's doing this because he's really having a good time. Uh, I think this, I think, I think him and there's been other people. Um, it's not that they didn't like wrestling, they didn't like the wrestling business, and they're somewhere where the people actually get along and it's uh, refreshing to them. So, uh, very fun match. And then we had uh, the main event Hangman Anna Page versus Adam Cole. Following everything else, it's it was hard to follow, but. A really good um, match for the world title. I don't know, you know, at this end of the show with everything we saw, could they do it? I don't know, but they did it. It was awesome. Really good match. It wasn't the best match on the show, but um, it was better than I expected. I was really looking forward to it, but it was better than I expected um, having it be last after following the Moxley Danielson, the CM Punk match, the, the Eddie Kingston match. It was uh, very good. There's um, still something missing for me as Hangman is champion. I don't know. I really like him. He has great matches. But like on the show Dynamite, uh, some of the angles they put him in don't uh, don't necessarily do it for me. I'm a big fan of Adam Cole. I think uh, future world champion. Just a great pay-per-view. Uh, Steven, I want Cesaro to join Brian's faction if he signs. That's actually a great one. That would be very good. Um, perfect fit. Plus, uh, his, you know, his only weakness is arguably, well, not arguably, his only weakness is uh, promos. Um, if he's with those guys and Regal, he doesn't need to talk. He could just, he could just be the work, the worker. All three guys are workers, but you know what I'm saying? He, he does, he wouldn't need to talk with those guys. In fact, you know, you don't need another talker when you've got Moxley, Danielson, and Regal. So the follow up. 
Uh, to me, one of the best pay-per-views I've seen. I loved it from start to finish. It was long, but it didn't feel long. Um, so we have the follow-up from Fort Myers, Florida. It opens up. JR puts over the pay-per-view, one of the best shows he's seen. I heard Jim Ross. That was nice. Uh, did a quick recap of the Jericho-Eddie uh, Kingston match. That was cool. Uh, Jericho says, you know, awaken something in me. Um, and, uh, and I, and I didn't live up to my word to shake his hand. We got to shake his hand chant from the crowd, which was funny. I thought, uh, Eddie comes out, um, and, uh, he cuts a great promo. It's really from the heart. Um, you were right. Uh, I was, uh, I was afraid going in. He's talking about, you know, possibly being self-destructive, you know, go out drinking or something and, you know, just giving up on this match, but, but he believed them. The crowd started doing the what chance, which everyone is annoyed by. And uh, Eddie just uh, confronted the guy, which was great because then it stopped it. And uh, it, you didn't hear it again the rest of the night. He was just like, come on, man, show me some respect. And he's like, my boy, Steve Austin's not here. You know, it was, that was good. Um, so then Jericho just like, you know, I respect you. Please shake my hand, shakes his hand. 2.0 comes out. Um, or they did a good job here because they just kind of pushed Jericho down, which looked a little weak, but it, it, it really, after you see the end of it, you understand why, uh, Santino and Ortiz come out. I did think it was a little weird. They come out and they hold one of 2.0 there, like by the face, like, and gives Jericho the bat. It's like, this would be something out of like a mafia movie. Like they're just going to fucking kill the dude. Cause if you were holding a guy down by the, and like, yeah, here, Jericho smash from the face with the bat. I mean, you're going to, at the best, bust out all his teeth and break his jaw. You're probably going to murder the man. It's like Negan stuff. And uh, so anyway, I kind of saw this coming, but I don't I don't necessarily mind that um, as long as it, it's good. I'd rather have something good that might be a little predictable than, uh, than a swerve for the sake of swerving. Um, so Jericho turns, hits uh, Santana, Santa, I don't know which one, one of the Santana Ortiz. Um, so you got Jericho with 2.0 and Garcia. I like this because I see a lot of potential in 2.0 and Garcia, which AEW does too, because they use these guys a lot. Putting them with uh, Jericho automatically elevates them. I remember when they put Sammy Guevara with them. I didn't know too much about that guy. I remember when he came out with the with the panda bear head, and I was like, who is this guy? But being uh, with Jericho, it really elevated him. It elevated you know everyone to begin with in, in the um, – inner circle so could he could he do it again here with 2.0 we'll find out he's got himself in great shape um jake hager comes out and uh he uh you know he's like doesn't know which he's gonna join but he uh joins with jericho i'm not really a big hager fan i don't know what he adds probably better as a heel though because then at least you got uh the big one big giant guy in the heel team that that works Scary powerbomb at Eddie Kingston because he kind of lost um he almost lost him Hager when he was doing the powerbomb. I thought he was just gonna drop him. But uh, he saved it and it still looked pretty cool when they powerbombed him through the table. Uh the Jericho Appreciation Society. My only I was telling about elevating these guys, which I think you can do. The only issue is if you call them the Jericho Appreciation Society. It's going to be hard to elevate those guys because they're going to be seen as like the stooges for Jericho's, but we'll see where it goes. Um, this next match was actually very good, but I did not understand it. 
It was uh, Dante Martin versus Hangman Page for the title match. Was this built at all? So Dante just got a title match out of nowhere. That's very strange. Um, if this was built even like a week, I'd be all for it. Because uh, it was good, but it didn't make a lot of sense. And I don't think it does any favors um, for Hangman Page. Um, it's title run if you just defend the belt against a guy for no reason um it was I mean, it was a good match though and it was a really nice promo afterwards hangman just you know put him over and dante and he's like you know if you get back up to this level i'd like to do it again sometime i liked all that i liked that i liked the match i just wish there was a little i don't say it has to be like a great big story but some type of story as to why um why he uh had it um Adam Cole comes out going on. Um, he's going to make Hangman's life a living hell. He won't stop till he becomes champ. I'm glad that uh, they're continuing this because I like Adam Cole and I'd like to see the match again. So next week, it's going to be Adam Cole and two of the elites who we find out later and against uh, Hangman and uh, two people. Boxley and Daniel. Uh... Oh, by the way, I thought this was a nice little touch. During this match, Jim Ross announced that there was an added match uh, later in the show. Not that it was a great match. It was a fine match, but not like it was a big-time match. But the, this added some realism to the show because the reasoning was the title match didn't go the hour time limit. So if this was really happening, you would have you know some time left, so they, uh, they added a match. That was cool. I like that. Um, especially if they do another hour uh, title match at another time, it kind of sets it up if it happens to be in the middle of the show, instead of giving away that it's, it's going to go an hour, like, Oh, well, they might just add a match like they did last time. Uh, Moxley and Brian Danielson versus the work horseman. You can't use this name. It's cute, but you can't use the work horseman. Um, it just makes people think of the horseman and they, people would rather see the horseman than these guys. Uh, they're fine. They're a fine job team, but, um, the match was good because I was, a, it, even though it went a little long, not that I was bored or anything, but you would think these, they should just beat these guys in like a minute, but uh, they toyed with them. It was, it was very one side. It just went a couple minutes, but I like that. Uh, Daniel Bryan does that a lot where he just beats the dude. Um, and he, Daniel Bryan is great. It's uh, Brian Danielson's great at just beating people now. Uh, Brian and Moxley had separate entrances, which was interesting. Um, and Regal was there with them. Just the good stuff. This is good stuff. You had the guy who's kind of wild. They, they complement each other. Um, both are very physical in different ways. Well, one guy's very physical as a wrestler and a striker. Then you've got the brawler, who also is a good wrestler, too. Um, great promo uh, with uh, Regal and Tony Schiavone. Uh, Geraldine's at work. That's why she's not on tonight. Uh, she was on last week, Tony Schiavone and, uh, Regal Regal talked about 29 years ago. He was on uh, TBS with, um, Regal with, uh, Tony Schiavone. Um, and he just a great promo and talked, you know, talked openly about his demons and the hard life he's lived. And he's like, I, you know, everyone knows I'm not long for this world. So he's got to make the best of it. It's kind of sad, but I liked it. Too many broken bottles and broken hearts. This was uh, just great stuff. He uh, thanked Tony for, you know, helping him out back in the day. And uh, then he's just like, it's enough being nice. 
Um, I'm no longer needed in my previous uh, work. Everyone knows, you know, what he means there. It's nice you've, you you uh, reference it without um, without uh, hearing it. Too many cryptic letters from Lexar. Oh man. Uh, no one uh, is in the chat room. By the way, uh, if you join the show live, come in uh, in the chat room. My friend Brian Danielson uh, thanked me. So he so Rigo puts over that uh, for the last twenty years, people uh, he was kept in people's mind because Brian Danielson would always thank him and promise. I like this. It puts over wh why they're connected. These guys and and he really put this. This was great because Rigo really made this team uh, mesh to me because um, he was talking about. Brian Danielson is a wrestler he should have been because he, you know, was a great wrestler, all these things, but he did not have any of the demons that Regal did. Uh, I like that. And then he goes to, then 11 year goes, I met you. And he goes to Moxley and he talks of basically hinting that Moxley did have all the issues that Regal did. So I like, I like all that. You got the, you've got uh, the two different sides of the coin. So I, I love this uh, angle. I'm really looking forward to more of this. All three guys, fantastic promos. I'm so happy to see Regal in AEW and on TV. I think he can do great things behind the scenes and on camera. I'm glad that I'm glad they hired him for behind the, you know, if he does stuff behind the scenes to help the guys because he's been universally put over as uh, thanked as a guy really helped people in NXT, you know, coaching them to be better. That was something else he said. He said, uh, I don't think I wrote it down, but he he said, there's one thing I can do is uh, if you give me whatever months, whatever, I can make you a better wrestler. And I thought that was fantastic. Oh, yeah. If someone wants to work hard, I'll make you a better professional wrestler. I think that was great. I think that's there's a lot of truth there. There's a lot of naturally gifted wrestlers in AEW. And like I was saying, guys who work with Punk and Daniel Bryan can get better. Regal's a guy that can help people backstage. Um Look, you've got all these tools. Let me just help you uh, with the psychology and make you a better, well-rounded wrestler. Invaluable uh, pickup, I think. Uh, hangman in the back with the Dark Order. I think most of these uh, backstage um, promos were bad tonight. They seem they all seem very rush. Um, a lot of them were cut like short. They're strange. Uh, I don't know. They weren't good. Um, I, um, just get rid of the dark order. They add, they're, they don't add anything anymore. They're, it's just a group of like comedy goofs. I, there was a time I enjoyed them. I don't enjoy them anymore. Uh, get hangman away from these guys. He's supposed to be a real, your world champ. And he's hanging out with these morons. He apologizes to him for some reason. I don't even know why. Somebody pushed one of the guys. Who gives a fuck? They're wrestlers. They're men. Um, I guess they, they wanted Hangman to pick two of them to wrestle next week, but he said he already ran into Lucha, Soros, and, and Jungle Boy and picked them. But he said because they wanted to fight the Young Bucks, but then he later found out later on the Young Bucks aren't even in the match. Oh, I thought this was just lame. Bad stuff. Uh, it's foreshadowing. Apparent. Uh, I believe the Dark Order will turn heel, but at this point, unless you have unless you have someone to lead these guys, who gives a fuck? Um, who do you bring in? You know, as a big bad guy. To I don't know. I think the the group's beyond. Like, really, can you really make these guys big heels again? The crowd likes the Johnny Hungy guy. I would just 
disband him. You could you could make him a baby face. He doesn't need the dark order. And some of the guys you can keep doing uh Cole Cabana's wasted in this. And some of the other guys just, you know, whatever. They're just dudes. Not to be mean, but you have like a huge roster now. You don't need these guys. Um, I, I'm just gonna predict a weird one here. I'm gonna say Brian Cage uh when he he's returns and he's the new leader of the dark order and then that leads to brian cage for a hangman page for the title um that's my prediction you heard it here first folks uh wheeler utah who i like but uh, versus Pac, uh totally fine match you know it was just a quick match it's fine uh orange cast with the cast um but that fucking manager looks like a total goof i'm no not good and it's too much all right i just i don't really like dan it's not i dislike i just don't get the dan housing guy i don't think find him funny i like orange cassidy i'm not against dan housing being there because i i uh i can realize fans like him so um to me i mean i'm not an idiot if fans like someone you keep them but the um even like JR kind of references, he says, I don't know what he's about, but people care. What <laughs> that's what I think. I don't get it, but people like it, so whatever. But you it's too much Orange Cassidy and Dan Housen in the same team. It's like they I think they kind of nullify each other because you have the a similar kind of thing where people just kind of laugh at their weirdness, but then you have them together. I, I don't know, it's just too much. Uh, so Cole picks red. This was weird too. Another kind of lame backstage segment. Cole just picks red dragon. And then like, it was weird. Cause like his promo in the ring was very serious. And this was kind of goofy and comedic is it, uh, tone wise. It didn't really fit. Um, then we had another, uh, this could have been good. I think maybe if it was live in the ring, but the way they did it, it came off very poor and it was cut so short. It was not good. It was edited very poorly. It was, um, so you had the back is FTR and they're asking FTR, where do you go from here? You, and they're like, and, um, they're all about wanting revenge. Um, they want revenge on the young bucks and red dragon. So I get, I get that. And then you had Tully who says, when I when I came in with you guys, it was all about titles. Forget about revenge. Go for the the titles. I was like, okay, that that's good. That works. Tully's their manager. He's going to keep them focused. That's okay. That explains why they have the manager. Um, they're going to refocus. Go for the titles. But they're like, no, we got to think of our families. But when you when if you think of your families, wouldn't going for the title make more sense? Cause then you get more money for your family. You don't get more money cause you get revenge. Um, I didn't get it. I thought it was poor, it's a poor angle. And then they just fired Tully. There's something here that you could have done, but it was not, it didn't make any sense. Um, I like Tully. I think each they should have just said, okay, Tully, we're going to do this. And then maybe if they didn't win, then they fire Tully, but, the way it was set up, I didn't think it really made much sense. And um, it was just, it, it was cut instantly. As soon as like, you're fired, it just cut immediately. It's very strange. There was, it, they didn't leave it on them at all to get a reaction from Tully. Just, you're fired, and that was it. It, it was, looked very unprofessional. It wasn't good. Um, the AHFO. 
this sucks. Um, Stellar Steven says Dan Housen for Dark Order. I mean, he's comedic and stuff. If he's if they put him, they they could put him there, and they I can just miss. I I would skip those segments probably. But I know there's the audience who would like it. This is not for me. A H F O. This fucking blows. I'll say. I think this is the worst faction, probably the worst angle in AEW. I will say where they got to was great. The lead up to it was the shits. Um, I'll I'll be honest. I think Andrade sucks. Um, I gave the guy a shot. I don't. I don't. I don't think he's good. I don't. He's like a capable wrestler, but I mean, what wrestler isn't really? Now, I mean, I'm not saying no one's any good. Everyone's fantastic, but you have, you don't have a shortage of good in-ring wrestlers. You have a plethora of in-ring wrestlers that are very good. So he he's not stand. He doesn't stand above anyone in the ring at all. Um, he's an awful talker. And they have him talk all the time. And I know it's not all his fault. He doesn't speak perfect English. I don't get I don't get it. And this angle is terrible. Just the shits. Um he's like, I don't know, watch you back. And then the, it was uh the tag team private party used to be over, and then they just died once they put him with uh Matt Hardy. And Matt Hardy, like this really should have been built better. They knew. Jeff was coming in. They just like, well, what do we do? Like, oh, we'll just all of a sudden Matt isn't big money anymore one day. And Jeff comes in all, all in two minutes. Is that, I mean, come on. So he's just like, oh, uh, when I wear a suit, I'm an asshole. So I'm not wearing a suit anymore. <laughs> I don't know. This was terrible. This was not like planned out. This is just the pits. But. Um, so they're beating up. Uh, they all turn on Matt, start beating him up. Darby and Sting come out. Um, but then you hear the, the Jeff Hardy music, and the place totally explodes. So whatever he did before, I guess you just forget. But it's too bad you didn't have a great angle to build to the Jeff Hardy debut because they went ape shit. I mean, this was huge. And then you've got, um, to me, it's great because uh, you have Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy together. You get another run with. The Hardy Boys, and you get around with the Hardy Boys in a place that has so many teams, so many great teams. You have like some serious dream matches. You got the Young Bucks uh, versus the Hardys. I know they did that on the Indies or Ring of Honor, maybe, but we've not seen it on a national, you know, stage. Um, you got FTR, you've got Red Dragon, you've got um, Lucha, Lucha Bros, you've got, uh, I mean, God, you've got tons of teams you could do. Even you can like even now, you're probably gonna see him against Butcher and Blade. Not that that's a dream match, but that's a cool match just to build into something big. So anyway, get that. Um, I guess we'll probably it's kind of weird. They put sting with Jeff Hardy in case they need someone to shoot pin somebody. I don't know. Terrible angle, but uh the the crowd reaction saved it and they got where they needed to go, but the getting there was bad. Um, Tony and Swerve backstage. Um, I don't know this guy, so I'm going to give him a shot before I say anything good or bad about him. Uh, Tony Nese, who I actually like, came out. Um, I don't know what they were talking about. I didn't pay much attention. Um, the new face of the revolution, Wardlow interview. I'm a big Wardlow fan. <laughs> and the crowd saved this segment from death, but 
this was not good. This was, uh, to me, this was a very WWS promo. It sounded very, uh, like it was scripted. It, it was not good. And it went on forever. So, um, he definitely needs, uh, he doesn't, he's a well-spoken guy, but he doesn't talk like, like what I would expect this badass to talk. I don't know. It's not good. It wasn't good. He needs uh, work uh, and he needs some better stuff. Keep it short too. He shouldn't be out there talking for five minutes about, about his, uh, it's, it didn't work for me. It wasn't good. Uh, QT Marshall and Keith Lee backstage, another really bad backstage pro uh, segment. It's just so weird. I love Keith Lee as a wrestler, but he should talk as le- as least as possible. Uh, QT was just like, oh, we've got a common enemy in Team Taz. I was like, oh, God, don't put fucking Keith Lee with QT Marshall as a team. And then he's like, I don't, don't think so. But he walks off and then QT's like, you'll pay for this. It was like a cartoon character villain. It was it was bad. It's kind of it was cheesy and kind of made me laugh. But it was not good. I assume this will lead to a Keith Lee QT Marshall. I hope just a match. I don't. That's not a few name wants to see. Uh, Jurassic Express versus the Acclaimed. Uh, I'm a big fan of both teams, but Acclaimed's awesome. Uh, Jungle Boy never saw a pair of boobs. All that hair on your head, you can't grow pubes. Fantastic. One of the best uh, entrances in wrestling. The Acclaimed. A really good match. Uh, uh, Lucha Source is working more like a big man lately, doing less flips, which I think is is a big improvement. Um, cool Doomsday Device. This was good. That was a good match. Good title match. Been right, people. When I think acclaimed eventually, uh, world champ material, uh, tag champ material. Not you know, not quite yet, but down the road. Um, Jade and Mark video thirty and zero. Um, she put over the kiss of death, at least now that the kiss made sense. So that's fine. This, this wasn't as bad as a lot of the other videos backstage. Um, women's eliminator match. I, I thought maybe this was better part of a tournament or something. I guess it was just a match to win, um, key to get a title shot. Um, legit Layla, her, she's getting kind of soft. She's always, you know, a thick girl, but, um, she's kind of chubby and soft. I don't know. Mattress fine for Thunder Rosa. It was too long. It was kind of long start. I was I thought it would lose the fans more than it did, but um, Thunder Rosa wins, and then huge announcement: Thunder Rosa is going to be in a cage match uh, versus Britt Baker next week. Um, and I was glad Jim Ross was there because he explained why. Because was needed. It did. It does make sense storyline because there was so much interference at the pay per view. Um, then that should logically lead to a steel cage to keep everyone out. Um, they didn't explain it all, but Jim Ross did, which was good. Uh, Sammy Guevara, uh, versus Scorpio Sky. It's a really good match. Um, I, I like Scorpio Sky, but um, I hate the um, I don't like the grouping. The um, what's his name, Ethan Embry or something, Ethan Page, Ethan Page. He has no, um, they have no chemistry together at all, him and Scorpio Sky. I hate Dan Lambert. Um, to, I hate to say this, this is almost like a WWE um, title switch. Because Scorpio, they built up like a year ago. He won the, the big brass inflatable tuba thing. And then um, 
never got the title shot. It was just like forgotten forever. And then like, he's really done nothing of note for a year and a half or something. And then just all of a sudden he gets a title shot and he wins the belt. He's the new, new uh, TNT champion. It felt kind of felt the WWE. They do that. Like they'll just put the belt on the guy like a year after they were over with no build or anything, but uh, it was a really good match. Joe. Really good. Um, I like Scorpio sky. Um, but, uh, I, I, I wouldn't have took the title off Sammy already, but see, they had Ty and, uh, and their, they, they, uh, mentioned that their husband and wife, Ty Conti and, and Sammy Guevara Paige Van Zant came out, beat him up. She signed a contract. She's got a lot of, uh, charisma, you know, I don't know how she'll be as a wrestler, uh, since she's, you know, just coming in, but character wise, really good. Um, overall, I enjoyed the show. Um, I think the biggest complaint were all the, the, I thought all the, almost the entire backstage segments were very bad. But, um, and even some of the stuff I didn't like, the crowd reaction, like I don't, uh, they, the Matt Hardy stuff is bad, but um, Jeff Hardy coming out was such a big moment. You kind of forget about the build to that. But I'm just saying, though, if you had a really good build to uh, to it and then you have the reaction, then you have like a classic segment. Otherwise, we like it's no matter you probably would have had the same reaction if you just came out cold with nothing. You just walked out there with no angle whatsoever. So, you know, I think you're going to get good stuff out of it. Just I wish it would have been a better build to uh, the Matt Hardy thing. Matt Hardy switched characters way too many times in his AEW run, but hopefully now, like he'll be on some type of track because he's really to me he's kind of lost what what he should be. Um, so there we go. That, that was uh, the pay per view off the charts. Uh, Dynamite, uh, good, some really good stuff on it. I'm um, really looking forward to. Uh, uh, what's going on here in the future of AEW? Also, what they're going to do with Ring of Honor? I did notice tonight there were several handshaking things. So um, I don't know if that's just throwing that out there, get people thinking. You know what they're going to do with Ring of Honor? We'll find out. All right. Well, if anyone wants to zoom in, you can zoom in. And if not, I'm going to get to these questions. Uh, next week we'll be back to a regular time. But like I said, Intras, he's on a 48-hour poop fest. He's uh, cleaning the bowels of his butthole. So he's not on tonight. So you guys can zoom in and talk wrestling. And if you don't want to, that's totally fine. I'm going to go and answer these questions. Let me pull them up. Go over here. Thanks, everyone, for joining. Um, Vic Shavoni, thank you for uh, $25 for the website. If you anyone out there would like a um, their very own uh, 8-bit classic uh, Rasselman, classic 8-bit style uh, Sprite, you can uh, PayPal 25 bucks to the website, link on with that on com, or you could um, super chat money here in the show, in the uh, YouTube. All right, let's get over here. These questions. 
Question time in the city. Here we go. Here are the question. Uh, join Facebook.com slash group slash IY wrestling uh, to send in weekly questions. Let's see. Reese, who's the hell's the Reese report? Who are you? The Reese report. What's up? Hey, this is Star Steven. I just forgot to change my setting. Oh no worries. Are you gonna are you gonna report on the Risu? Yeah, the pure Risu, the Risu Ringu. Uh possibly. I don't have a report tonight, but I just wanted to listen. All right. How you doing, my friend, my pal, my amigo? Oh, doing great. Excellent. What's on your mind? No, I just uh, really enjoyed Revolution. and uh, Yeah, it was an awesome show. The Regal, I didn't see all the Dynamite, but I did like the uh, Regal promo. That was oh, yeah. That was I'm really looking forward to where this goes. But the, that was very, the whole thing was emotional. It, it made sense story. It progressed the story. It, you know, it uh, explained why they were together. Everything made sense, and it was uh, just good stuff. Here's the current, the new Ugandan Giants, eight bit wrestle man. Pretty sweet. And the five count. They, you have uh, an Ox Baker one pulled up. I do not have it pulled up here, but there is also Heart Punch. Whoa. Lexar's all blurry. You've been licking your camera? All steamy. What have you been doing? You got Vaseline on your camera? You've been doing naughty business? Naughty. There we go. Now he's nice and clear. Get all the jizz off the camera. St. Patrick's Day is coming up. So we got the uh, the shamrock cowboy hat that they used to wear in Ireland. What's up, Lexar? Oh, yeah. How's it going? I'm doing fine. I think I'm the only one here. No, uh, recent reports here. Uh, recent report. Bring, Tell bring her Steven. The... Tell her Steven. Tell her Steven. 
Gogo, I was surprised Layla Hirsch was still wearing her Russian colors. If you want to make Layla heel, that gets real heat. She could start playing up being born in Russia. I wouldn't do that. I think we live in a different time. I don't think it would really get heel heat. I think it would just get people really not wanting to see it. All right. Send you the questions to the messenger app at first. Yeah, I got it. Let me pull it up. Anything on your mind before I get to these, my friend? Oh, yeah. I'm feeling really sad right now. Uh, Why's that? WWE had, well, it's not that uh, that I will care because I'm not going. But uh, for Nikhil Callahan, it will probably be a one less experience for Nikhil because he might be going to WrestleMania. WrestleMania, fighting to survive. Pump it up, pump it up. But he won't experience WrestleMania fan access. WWE has canceled it for the second year in a row. Really? I'm surprised because it seems like a lot of things are going back to a normal. Like even up in Boston, they, you know, for a while I had to show proof of vaccination. That's been gone. Uh, I didn't have, you don't have to wear a mask even in the theater anymore. So that's strange. Most of the stuff's going is going back to normal, so I'm surprised they would they would cancel it. Yeah, AEW had a fan fest uh, over this weekend. Boy, yeah. are they just a bunch of bitches. They need to control their narrative. They, you know, for a while I just we might yeah, have some, for... might have some CYN uh, talent here on the show. I actually was contacting EC3 earlier about that. Nice. On, on Instagram. Hit him up. Tell him to do in your head. Yeah, he's got to spread the. He's got. He's got to grow the movement, like he, like he's been stating. Righty. Let me check my messages here. But yeah, everyone, uh, everyone tweet, email, don't like be an ass, but just spread, just get the word out there. Say, Hey buddy, go on in your head. We want to hear, uh, I, I myself want to hear what in his own words, exactly what's going on here. So we want to get him on the show and find out. All right. It's a boot alert is here. So, you know, it's time for the raw report. Tonight, by the way, Jackie Jones Coffee is brought to you by the fine people of Dead Sled. And for Women in Horror Month, I am drinking the Elvira Mistress of the Dark Coffee. It's a very nice. It's uh, from Honduras, Rwanda, Colombia, and Bali. Baking chocolate with Pleasant bitters and dark berry finish. How does she taste? Very nice. Blah, 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 blah. Very good. <laughs> I remember her. Yeah. She used to do those WCW Halloween Havoc commercials. I can oh, yeah. She's still around. She's very cool. I met her in conventions. Oh, same here. At least she's coming back to Shudder. Stevie! 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 
Hello there. What's up? Oh, oh, great week of wrestling, I'll tell you. Wrestling! Boom, look at this. We've got uh we've got a member of the House of Black online. <laughs> The house always wins. Raw So you want your Monday Night Raw, Monday Night Raw fix? Give it to us, boy. Give it to us uncooked. Give it to us uncensored. Give it to us raw. <laughs> well, this Monday is Monday Night Raw. Yeah, well, this is for Goose. Guess who started off Monday Night Raw? <laughs> <laughs> for i don't know the third fourth fifth week in a row um alpha academy oh man so, so they came out they uh seth and kevin and alpha academy came out um and actually this first hour was mostly all wrestling because they put the triple threat tag team title match, RK Bro versus the Alpha Academy versus uh, Owens and Rollins. And I was really impressed. I thought this was really good. Um, Owens, I mean, uh, Orton tried to recreate his um, catch the guy in midair and do an RKO spot on. RKO uh, out of nowhere, as the kids say there, Alexa. Yeah. Where he catches, where he catches the guy in midair and gives him an RKO. I remember the one turns at the lunch table or during recess, and he, they're playing on the on the jungle gym. They're all going RKO out of nowhere, right, Luxor? All right, go on, raw report. So. Um, I remember the one he did against Evan Bourne, which I thought was really good. Uh, timing was great. This one wasn't as good, um, but he caught him, caught, caught him. And you have new Raw Tag Team Champions, RK Bro, or Hold the Belts. I thought they were the tag champions. No, it was Alpha Academy. Hmm. They beat Alpha Academy to win the belts. Did they Alpha back. Academy beat them for the belts? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. And so uh, regaining the belts are uh, uh, Randy Orton and uh, Matt Riddle. Um, so immediately they wanted to cool down, cool down the crowd. So they brought out uh, the, the love affair of uh, Dana and Reggie and Tamina and Tazawa. And uh, Tamina and Dana Brooke had a match for the 24-7 title. And um, uh Dana Brooke retained the belt. I she beat Tamina. I was expecting Tamina to just beat the crap out of her and win the belt, but oh god, I hope not. <laughs> well, who else is gonna challenge Dana for the belt? She Tamina's the only 24-7 geek chasing after it. Why don't they just get rid of the belt? <laughs> well, they 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 I mean, this is a cool down spot. I mean, this is you know, they gotta put something up there. Shit spot. Lexar, you do you still are you still popping for the 24-7 stuff? You still love it? I sometimes forget that it even exists. Exactly. Even Lexar, the diehard of diehards. He's like, enough of this shit. It's like the view. 
Doug Brown. When our truth uh, was uh, yeah, champion. that if our truth isn't doesn't have it, forget it. The comments out there anymore. Well, boom. House of Black. That's always. Go on, boy. So, so this announcer that you, this announcer that you probably don't know, or I, hell, I don't even know him, Kevin Patrick. Um, they did this whole storyline that um, if uh, you weren't the tag team champions, you weren't going to get on WrestleMania. So both Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens, particularly, are all depressed and sad that they don't have a WrestleMania match. Um. <laughs> I think Kevin Owens just kind of like sulked. I don't even know if he cut a promo after that. He was just kind of like, all well, I guess we're not going to get uh, the Stone Cold. I'll be honest, if Stone, if he couldn't come back and be happy with the match, and I, I'm glad he's not doing it. I don't want to see him come back and just have like a sad match. And that'd be my last memory of Stone Cold in the ring. He's just this old man and can't do shit. Yeah, I, I, in a way, I'm kind of glad about this too. Like I said last week, I mean, I Stone Cold's the one guy who who never came back, never took never took a big payday to come back, and I'm kind of glad that uh, he never did that. And it's been 19 years, and I think, yeah, I, just come out. I mean, he, he's going to be there. I mean, it is in Texas. He's going to be there, but just come out and um, drink a few beers, <laughs> stun somebody, but don't have a wrestling match. Um, yeah, if he if he was happy doing it, I'm cool to see it. But I don't know. I don't want to see him come back and get hurt or just look like really pathetic. I mean, I would have been. I, I the last uh, last bunch of Goldberg matches I could have done without. A lot of the a lot of the last stuff Undertaker did, I would have been better if he had retired a little before that. So Miz and Logan Paul come out. And of course, AJ one was fine, but the, the some of the matches before that. Go on. So Miz and Logan Paul come out, and of course, Miz, uh, Miz is from Cleveland, and so um, they're they're in Cleveland tonight. So at first, you think he's going to, you know, like be just baby a baby face of the crowd, um, put Cleveland over and all of that, and um, even they bring out their guest, which is Jerry the King Lawler. Now I, I knew about this. I, I knew like. Lawler is known for being for being the king of Memphis, but he was actually he grew up in Cleveland, and he's a big Cleveland Browns football fan. And he came out wearing a Cleveland Browns uh, football jersey, and of course, Miz, um, Miz, Miz turns heel on his former hometown ground because he said, "I don't live here anymore," and um, they, I, I was kind. I, I was kind of thinking that they were going to do something with Lawler, but I guess because Lawler's because of his um, heart condition and all that, they didn't do anything. They just um, left him in the ring. He's been ducking me. He's going to heart punch him someday. <laughs> speaking the of heart Lawler, punch come back. Speaking of Lawler, I'm really glad that Mike Besler showed, uh, shared that uh, Memphis link. Any old Memphis. Is uh, appreciated. Mike Bessler is a good man. 
no matter what Lexar says about him. I just say nothing about him. I should say something about Al. Ooh. Fuck that guy. So they had a tag team match. Um, Braun Breaker and Tomas Ciampa taking on uh, Rude and Ziggler. And, um, and the winners were Breaker and Ciampa. But breaking news, because I guess maybe you didn't watch NXT, but we have a new NXT champion in Dolph Ziggler. Weird, because uh, I thought they were really uh, going with Braun Breaker, but maybe they'll have multiple time NXT champ Braun Breaker, or maybe they're ready to bring Braun Breaker right up. I don't know. Well, that would that would really hurt NXT if that happens. Yeah, but I don't think that's a priority now. NXT is is just straight up developmental, so it doesn't really, you know, I don't think they care about protecting it. Mm. So they had a match, the tag team match, and I think it was Ziggler who took the fall in the in the in the tag team match on Raw, and uh, I thought that was weird considering uh, on the Tuesday in the triple threat match. It was Ziggler with help from Robert Roode. Bobby Roode interfered in the match and helped Ziggler win the belt. That he actually is now, he now won the title that he said he had never won before. So now I guess next week, uh, Ziggler is going to show up wearing the NXT title on Monday Night Raw. And the next NXT show that they're going to have, I think it's WrestleMania weekend. I think they've already announced there's going to be, um, he's going to defend it one-on-one against Braun Breaker. It's just really strange because they spent years building up NXT to be the third brand. Then they dismantled it and made it seem unimportant saying it's, you know, developmental. And then they try to make it important again, having a guy, a guy on the regular roster win the title. Does it like make up your mind? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, but quite frankly, NXT going, going off on a tangent here, NXT wild and young. It doesn't have any, doesn't have any stars, and this is how Ziggler is being it's portrayed. Not like Man. it's not really supposed to be at this anymore, though. It's like supposed to just be where guys train to become WWE stars. They Man, get rid uh, of all the stars. Gigi Dolan makes me feel wild and young. <laughs> you got to be one or the other. I don't. I don't think you can be a, a developmental place where the guys train to become WWE wrestlers. And a play and and an alternative company uh, promote an alternative brand where it's like a different style of wrestling. You can't be both things. It's got to be one or the other. Well, Jack, your favorite wrestler, Omos, was in the next uh, match taking this on. This is my. Cruz. This is what I would do with Omos. <laughs> make the battle royal championship. He just wins it all. He defends it all the time in battle royals. He sucks. You don't want to see him wrestle, but you could just see him throw out about a bunch of schmucks. Want him to be like, you know, just come out in battle royals only? Exactly. The only time you see him is in battle royals. And then you build up, uh, you know, maybe if he gets halfway decent, he could be someone's tag partner. Like, oh, shit, he's tagged with Omos, and then he wins. But I don't want to see this guy in singles matches. He sucks. He does the heat. He, honestly, he's worse than Great Khali. At least Great Khali looks scary. 
Like this guy just looks like he don't he's like lost and he doesn't even he looks like he's trying to pretend to be a wrestler. I don't think he wants he, to be a wrestler. He, he doesn't look intimidating for a giant man. I know you know Lexar loves him. He needs to control his narrative and raw underground like he used to. Control your narrative. Lex, are you going to go to some Control Your Narrative shows? You got to bring your own chair. <laughs> I think that it should be renamed Curb Your Enthusiasm. Whoa. That's a good wrestling name. <laughs> some good entrance music. Mm-hmm. Raw report! So Edge cuts a heel promo. Um, so now full-fledged heel. Um, okay. Well, we'll see how this goes. <coughs> Who's a heel? Edge. Oh, yeah. I saw that. <laughs> when uh, you like, didn't the last, like, so I only watch a pay-per-view, so it's really weird. The one pay-per-view... It's all about him defending like his wife against, yep. and then then the next show he's like this hated guy who's like <laughs> trying to kill somebody. I don't understand. Yeah, I I don't get it. I think it, I think the role. Why does he reversed. hate AJ so bad? What did AJ do? He accepted. Why, he accepted why does every power. heel turn out to be like total like want to kill a guy? And wasn't AJ wasn't AJ a heel like when he was tag teaming with Omaz? Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't even realize he was a baby face. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like this whole this entire we gotta turn edge heel, so let's turn this other guy a baby face so he can turn heel on. I don't get it. Yeah, like like I said last week, I said 99% of the roster is heel, and by default, like the, somebody has to be a baby face, even though they were like a heel last week or two. <laughs> anyway, this is how mixed up the WWE is. Um, I did real quick. I, I disagree with what Gold was saying here. He said Moxley and Brian should have squashed the, the workhorsemen. I agree. The name sucks. They shouldn't use the name, but um, they really did because the workhorsemen had no offense. Um, so it was not a competitive match at all. Um, I thought I, I like how they have Brian do this. Brian clearly can beat the guy at any time, but he likes to toy with them and just out wrestle them and make them look like, you know, just beat him up. I, I liked, I think I thought it worked. So. Go on. So uh, Owens cuts a promo. Um, and then we get um, off of the, off of the milk cartons comes Carmella and Queen Zelina um, for the women's tag team titles against. Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> they had the, they had the tag. Why do they? Why is this even a belt if that's the team that has? Yeah, and why? Why is it a belt when anybody who holds it doesn't even defend it on television? They had when they made it. They made it around Bailey and Sasha, and it made sense of people. And they actually liked having it, and people liked it. Then they immediately had them lose it, and it's never been worth a shit since. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Don't get an argument from me. So, so like I said, um, yeah, they're off the milk cartons and and again against Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. And um, <coughs> excuse me, um, 
The winners of this match are surprisingly Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. Um, but so I guess um, it's not like match. they won the belts. This was non title. No, this was this was one of those one of those you have to beat the champions to get a title match matches. Right. Which makes no damn sense whatsoever. Right. <laughs> so so basically because they I, win, I at least like live and re I don't know if it makes much sense. Like, I don't know about them as a team. But anyway, I think they're both good and I guess um, it works. You got the big we got the big woman, the smaller one. She could take the bumps and the tag and Rhea. I don't know. They, I don't know. They just the whole division is just makeshift teams. Yes, exactly. And <laughs> that are just put together to go for the belts, and then they disband. <laughs> but Impact did the same thing with with their women's yeah, tag just, team titles. You don't need it if, if you don't yeah. have actual teams. Just don't have it. Yeah, and fortunately, after a while, I think they got rid of the tag team titles, but they brought them back anyway. Um, but anyway, so Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley earn a WrestleMania tag team title match against the people they just beat uh, on the WrestleMania card. That's a WrestleMania match. Yep. Yep. That's right. It was two nights, so they're gonna have to have some filler. Yep. Yeah. Then there's no, cool use, there's no reason to have two nights if that's gonna be a Mania match. Well, yeah, they could have put. Of all the years, what? Well, why did they in modern day have two? There was like a time when they had, were hot, like you know, when there's all kinds of people, uh, roster full of people people went to see. You could have done two nights back then, but they're just copying really, New Japan. They're just copying. I don't New think Japan there's a need the, for two nights now. They're copying Wrestle Kingdom with the two it's nights. It's basically one match people want to see, and we've seen it twice before at WrestleMania, but I mean, all that aside, it has been built really well. Roman Reigns and, uh, and Brock. And I know, you know, a lot of people are also wanting to see Miz and some guy, I don't know. Logan Paul. Logan Paul. Who are they wrestling? The, the, the mystery. Oh who the fuck wants to see that? <laughs> Logan Paul's going to control his narrative. Don't forget Johnny Knoxville and uh, take on Sami Zayn. Yeah, it's not even for the IC belt anymore. Mm-hmm. I realize he is a is a an a. I I I've never been a Jackass fan, but I do realize that people like that. So, but I mean, do I want to see that? No. It's going to be a lot of weapons, I bet. A lot of kicks in the nuts. No DQ. That should, you know, really, he's been kicked in the nuts so often, it probably shouldn't have any effect on him. Just like, uh, no effect on me, buddy. Yeah, that's a free vasectomy right there. Oh. Whatever happened to, uh, who was the wrestler who used to have, like, balls of steel, the something, the hurricane or something? Oh. Tornado, human tornado. Whatever happened to that guy? Used to be indie wrestler. His gimmick was he had balls of steel. People just kick him the balls, and he no no sold it. He was hot for a while. (laughs) All right, raw report. So the new U.S. champion Finn Balor took on Austin Theory. Um, 
They had a quick match, and Finn won by disqualification when the now heel Damian Priest interfered in the match. Um. <coughs> Just throwing this out there, I don't give a fuck about Rey Mysterio, and I and I I have in the past, but I'd never have given a fuck about Dominic Mysterio. Rest in peace, Eddie. And I don't think I ever will. Fuck Dominic Mysterio. Go on, Raw Report. <laughs> so uh, we had a quick recap uh, and a quick interview, a backstage interview with Bianca Belair showing that um, that vicious uh, hair hair beating that Be- Becky Lynch took. That was pretty, yeah, that was pretty nasty. <laughs> Shouldn't that be illegal? What? What? That your own hair is a weapon? It's not real. And you, what? It's not real. Your own hair. She's gonna tie her. She's gonna do a a Ronda Rousey and have her uh, hand tied behind her back, but with her hair. What if I got? What is? What if a wrestler got a weave of like razor blades, like razor wire? Like it's my hair. Just start fucking. That sounds like a good bring your own weapons match. uh, Weapon. Yeah, they should do that in in GCW. Total. Like, sorry, be all about it. I think Nick Gage will bring it. Whip them with their like, yeah. Maybe you could get him. Like, can you get uh, weave on your pubes? Maybe That's get a like callback. Have a pizza are they, cutter. Are they? Uh, they're definitely not from Jungle Boy, am I right? <laughs> Raw report. So Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens, instead of having a wrestle, instead of having a WrestleMania match, um, he wants to have a KO show um, on WrestleMania, and um, maybe he's guessed he wants to have um, people from Texas on his WrestleMania sh- WrestleMania KO show, such as JBL, Booker T, but not Shawn Michaels. Because he's a proud Canadian, and he doesn't want to have Shawn Michaels on, I guess. Um, making <laughs> out another, of respect for Brett. Yeah, out of respect for Bret Hart. That's right. Um, so, Hell yeah, I agree. That sounds good. Well, being a fellow Canadian and and being pissed off at Shawn Michaels and forever pissed off at Shawn Michaels for uh, Survivor Series '97. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, I'm not even Canadian, but I'm, I'll get on board. <laughs> I want to see uh, Kevin Von Erich give him the claw for the great state of Texas. That would be good, actually. That'd be fun. Who wanted to think I'll ever see the Von Erich kids? Um, I know they're in that. They were, I don't know if they're still in MLW. MLW? Yeah, do you think you'll ever see them like on uh, one of the big? Not that I don't want to be little MLW, but you think you'll ever have them like uh, see them in AEW or, or WWE? You think yeah, they would try to get them? I mean, they are a pretty big draw for Texas. Depends on their contract situation, but it wouldn't surprise. Yeah, me but they pay them like five hundred bucks. Mm. So finally, Kevin Owens. Um, uh, it looks like maybe instead of a wrestling match, maybe uh, Austin will come on this this show, the, like a live Kevin Owens show at WrestleMania. 
Um, and like I said, that would be that would be fine. I'd be happy if he if he just stunned Kevin Owens and did a beer bash and um, for the live crowd in Texas. Uh, yeah, it's just too bad we had to hear about rumors that he was going to wrestle instead of. Hmm. But I mean, it got leaked out there. What can you do? I guess. Did you see? Sounds this? like he he wants to be KO and no Brian. Sorry, I had to go ahead. Did you see this video that? Um, is I, I saw this video online about Austin, I guess, accepting like um, he was going to be there. Um, I saw it a couple of days ago, um, but he did respond to Kevin Owens. Hmm. You just look for it. You'll find it. You I saw the it. clip, actually. Yeah. We got a break. Oh, what was that? Did you, uh, was that all of it? Yeah, that was actually the main event segment of, of Raw was, um, was Kevin Owens announcing the KO show. Oh, at WrestleMania. yeah. I heard, I heard they played the music and like that must have been such a, a tease because the audience like are going to expect Austin's going to be there. And then he just, they just play the music. That's it. Man, wouldn't you be pissed though? I don't think that's like good heat. That's just like that's damn. my point exactly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see here. Uh, from the in your head newswire, in your head rolls out new control your head promotion. Roster includes Songman performing as an Uncle Cracker impersonator and Taza wearing an astronaut helmet and chaps. I'll bring the chairs. Man, could you imagine going to a show and has no chairs? Well, I, I went to one and near me, and it was pretty fun. But yeah, we didn't have any chairs because it was like a small venue, it was like a bar venue. Tony Khan drops bid to buy in your head. Talks reportedly stalled over interest demand for rare Castlevania game. I might have said that one last week. Oh. Um, Jackie Jones to address the United Nations. We must oppose the tyranny of Applebee's at all costs. Fuck the Applebee's. How about Olive Garden? Eh, all those are not so swinging. Unlimited breadsticks right to your head. Owl Bink's deal to author series of children's books. You're never too young to learn that the world is a cruel and heartless place. That sounds like Owl. All righty. That's good. All right. When you get to these questions. Oh, before... I was going to say before you get to the before you get to the questions. Um, so again, there's news. News happens right after in your head goes off the air. Um, what did you guys think? What, did you, what are your guys' opinions of Tony Khan, of Tony Khan buying uh, Ring of Honor? I think it, I, I'm excited about it. It's better than no, Ring of Honor just ceasing to exist. And I think there's such a giant roster you could run. You, you have plenty of, you could run two promotions. So uh, I'm curious what happens with it. It's a good long-term investment too, because then they have the library so they can put, they can possibly get an HBO deal or uh, still use the honor club on their own website too. Yeah. 
I think, so, it, yeah, um, you know, if they're going to start doing, uh, you know, they talked about eventually wanting to do their own streaming thing. You have to have content for that because I love AEW, but it's been around, you know, two or three years. That's really not enough content to do a thing. But if you, uh, all the, there's tons of content, Ring of Honor, 20 something years, and you've got all the, the old punk stuff, mm -hmm. and Adam Cole, and Samoa Joe, and you've got like tons, you have like, you know, lots of footage. I heard Meltzer talking, I didn't know this, but one of the other um, libraries that isn't owned by WWE is the ECW House Show Library. So that, that would be fun to watch. Mm hmm. So do you think that they could, that um, AEW could like you, cause you've, you've said on, on a few occasions that, that there are, there are people on the AEW roster who aren't ready for television. So do you think they, they could send some of these people to say a ring I of honor? I think that's a, yeah. The only thing with that is I don't think you want ROH should be known as the developmental promotion. Cause I think that's going to, turn a lot of people off well first of all it'll turn off the roh fans who actually like to like to who the built-in audience are like oh they're using this as the farm league and i also think if if it's known as developmental it really hinders um people a new audience because you know it's like there's a a limited audience for like double a or triple a baseball so uh, um i do think though if they did house shows that's a good place to send people. I've seen I would, a couple of the. Uh, I would use a lot of these guys that aren't ready to on dark instead of on dynamite and rampage. I've seen a couple of the Ring of Honor champions in my state at a local show, uh, Red Titus and Josh Wood. So I'm pretty excited to see what they do with them. Yeah, I've always been a fan of Red Titus. He's Red Titus. He's addicted to love. He's Red Titus. All right, we got some questions here from the Hediverse. That's interrupt. All right, buddy, we'll get to we'll get to Lexar's first and the messenger here. My phone just died, but that's all right. We got the laptop. Um, Miroslav has Miroslav. Who the hell calls him Miroslav? I was. Typing in Miro, but it auto. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Miro uh, has resigned with AEW. Is this the right call? Oh, absolutely. He's one of my favorite guys in the company. I think he's one of the all-around best guys in, in wrestling. I, I think they signed him to four years, so that's exciting. I, I, I potentially could see him as world champ down the line. Dolph won the NXT championship last night. We have brought this up. Are you intrigued? No. <laughs> that's cool, I guess. Uh, questions from the Headyverse. Jake something has left Impact Wrestling. What's your memories of Jake something? Good question. Good question. It was Jake something. Yeah. I remember when he wrestled uh, that, that Austin guy. It was good. Can Jack post more photos of the Airbnb and him and Annabelle are going to? Yeah, we'll, I'll post them when we're there. Um, it was weird, though. I posted pics. People were all, like, going nuts about the cabinets. 
Like we're not buying the place. We're staying there for weekend. It ain't. I don't know. They look fine to me anyway. It's a very bizarre thing to fixate on. But which match from AEW Revolution is Dave Meltzer going to give five stars? Um, well, probably almost all of them. I bet he give. But um, in, in truth, tr- to be truthful, I think a lot of them deserve would deserve it. Like I don't know, Hogan five stars up, maybe. Yeah, I think um the the Punk match. Daniel Bryan match and Moxley. I mean, honestly, even the main event was really good. Um, what level of fame? Oh, even I want to know about five stars, but the Jericho Eddie match was really good too. Um, what level of famous would Jack? I'll just say this though too. I think people really uh, worry too much about. Like it's funny sometimes to goof on it, where but. It's just the guy's opinion on the matches. Does it really, if you don't agree, who really cares? Uh, what level of famous would Jack like to be? The fucking inter- internet icon, bitch. We'd like to be at the Kim Kardashian or Beyonce level or Jay-Z level. Or the Bruce Center. Center. Yeah, or we like to be like a local celebrity, but. Uh, if you go to another town, they don't know who you are. Well, I'd you rather be a Saudi you royal. You don't. None of you guys live in Sandwich, and you know who I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if uh, they don't know you in uh, in Harrisburg, Mississippi, well, there's probably someone listening to the show right now in Harrisburg. You saying fuck that, Lexar? <laughs> Have you ever had a sleepless night? <laughs> yes. You ever dance with the moonlight? You ever dance with the dog? Not, not Steven. He's, he's a sleepy man. Well, not necessarily sleepy, ever... but he can sleep through anything. I, I, I uh, That would be nice to, to be able to do that. Yeah, well, but let's not forget. John, Jonathan Jackson actually slept and snored. That's very true. But that didn't snore either. I've never slept on the show. Mm, well, that's good. Christian Calero wants to know. I don't know. He's I don't know if I trust that guy. Would you like a second promotion for all sports? What does that mean? So like a like a second yeah, baseball? So much like wrestling, right? You have your yeah, WWE is the main the main wrestling promotion, but now you have AEW. Now you have Impact Wrestling and Ring of Honor. Oh, and so like, should there so be now, another hockey? And, uh, yeah, if NFL that that's a big time league football league. It's just like the WWE of NFL. Now you got the XFL and yeah, the USFL is going to start up. So you you like to see uh, like, n- uh, neither of them NBA. are even remotely close. Yeah, it, they tried the USFL in hockey. They tried the World Hockey League Hockey Association. Um, second second leagues just have not worked. So yeah, the, the big issue is um there's a lot of issues. So the USFL, they got they bought the talent, but it cost so much money they went bankrupt. And then all the talent was you know bought by the NFL. So either it's two things with the with the sports league. So you're either gonna build the leagues around subpar talent, guys, people that aren't uh good enough to make it in the other leagues or you're gonna have to pay out like insane amounts of money because 
uh, professional athletes make, you know, multiple millions of dollars and all those sports, they're not like even wrestling to a degree, you have to have a roster, but in theory, you could buy a couple, a, a you know, a handful of name talent wrestlers um, because it's, it's driven by, you know, star power where um, you can't do that in football. You can't have like, like, let's say you paid Tom Brady a bunch of money to come out of retirement or, or, or an active guy. Like you, you're not going to have a great football team with one guy. You have to have the whole team around. Them. So you'd have to buy all these players. Then let's then what do you have? You have one good team. And I, in theory, maybe the people pay to see that one team, but like if all the rest of the teams are just, you know, trash, I mean, you, you're going to have to, you have to afford to like to fund a whole league of teams with like a list players. It's, it's, with you know decades and decades of history with the other companies and the, it's I, I don't know if you can really start another you could start when people might watch it but i don't know if you if they'd ever be actual competition because i don't think xfl i mean even if people watched it or whatever you know, i don't think it would ever be competition i think the um rock just did some agreement with the nfl anyway where they're basically gonna be like their farm league or something so um, I just don't think it, it could. I don't think it's feasible. I mean, you could. I think um, maybe not really hockey because I don't think it's that popular. It's popular just in certain areas, but NBA and NFL is popular. So you could probably do like a minor league of those and get people during the off season to come see it. Because some of the XFL games did have good like live crowd. So I think if you did it with just the mindset that, you know, you know, I'll make a decent, a decent thing or so, but I don't think you're ever going to actually compete with uh, NFL or NBA. Um, Brian Matthew Clutter. I don't know what this means. Sometimes I don't know what this guy's talking about. Intra needs to get his uh, young boy in line. It's just a picture of, Smoking barbecue and fixings. I mean, okay, that looks cool, but I don't know what that means. What what do I answer to that? Okay, cool. I think he means he's in Q. He follows it. Going on, but it's bar Q is in barbecue. That's a pretty common thing. It's all it's all a front. I've been to Q barbecue, not that particular one, a different one. Uh, do you think that Nikhil is going to ask 25 questions pertaining about his trip to WrestleMania? Lexar's really jelly about uh about Nikhil going to Mania. Not really. I mean, there's no access. Like how what's yeah. Nikhil gonna do well, the whole weekend? I'm not sure. Uh, all these indie weekend. wrestling shows. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's true. Well, so I mean, keep people, lots of access there. So people bought these tickets to read these WrestleMania tickets, and they finally told them, "Well, sorry, you're not going to get access out of it." And, oh, I mean, then I think that's a bit of a ripoff. Yeah, that's that's true. Have you ever hidden in the bathroom, like hide and go seek? Like, if you don't want to get caught by your parents, to know. Like you're jerking off? 
Mm-hmm. You just jerk off in the bathroom. <laughs> I like to read occult books in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So do you do that, Lexar, when your mom's looking for you, when you wash the dishes, you go hide in the bathroom? There was one time I like uh, my mom told me to clean my room, and I like and instead of barricading my, my room, I just barricaded in the bathroom. <laughs> for what? For, for how long? Like days? Uh, ten minutes tops. Oh, All right. Uh, did she throw a shoe at you when you got out? No. Was it OIB, Scott? Hmm. Orange biceps. What? Yeah, he's he's got the IBS, the interbicep syndrome. Yeah, interest pooping for a couple of days. It's rumored that Sid and Queen Charmel is going to be inducted. I didn't know about Queen Charmel. That, that's an odd one. They just run out of people. Like we got to put some. I uh, Sid Sid Sid's good for Hall of Fame. I know they think I think Vader's going to go in. Sid Sid's cool. I'm good with Sid. I will say. Um, I see a lot of dumb stuff on, on the internet, but I was, it was, I don't remember the group's name. I was just scrolling Facebook and there was an actual debate going on. If uh, undertaker deserved to be in the WWE hall of fame. I was like, does anyone in there in any sense, like, like actually think this, like, come on. I think Mark Callis should get in there first. Like (laughs) if, if, if you honestly didn't think he deserved it, who would deserve it? Like just like three mm-hmm. people, like Hulk Hogan and Austin and The Rock. I mean, come on. Um, nice morning. Which is a better wrestling reality show? Total Divas, Corey and Carmella, or The Roads to the Top? I've never watched an episode of any of them, so well, I've only seen Total Divas, so yeah. Lexa, I've seen Rose at the top. What? I've seen Rose at the top. I was surprised by how much they're revealing, how much backstage stuff they're showing, like the whole Black Cody feud. Yeah, and see, that's another thing. If he, you know, he leaves AEW, is that show like going to exist? Because I know people like, oh, well, uh, Cena has a show, and it's not that they wouldn't necessarily want him on, a- on TBS, but they ain't going to let him. Uh, go film all this stuff in W if he goes to WWE. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I don't think people are that interested in just watching people uh that house where Jonathan Jackson showing support since I can't be part of the show at the moment. I like that they're wrestling. <laughs> Jonathan Hell yeah Big fan of the Jonathan Jackson. I got my uh, Two Face sweater on at the moment. Riddle me me that. Where'd you get that shirt at? I got it for Christmas actually a couple years ago. It's pretty sweet though. It's nice and warm. Uh, What the hell? Oh, I'll get to that one second. Does Incher remember the show Chips? I bet he does. Now this is this is an interesting question. Have you ever accidentally when you didn't want to intentionally come? <laughs> Have you ever accidentally jizzed? Like like when? Just like sitting around or you probably have at the strip club a bit. 
Yeah, it happens on the plane. <laughs> on the plane? Never happened on the plane. Not even on Amtrak. Never happened while you're watching in your head or while you're on the panel, like when Geraldine zooms in. <laughs> Ever watch? Gerald, how no about comment. when you're watching wrestling? No, but I hear like like there's like uh. How about when that couple season. was making out next to you at the wrestling show? Oh, oh no, just to that shit. No. no. <laughs> Like I said, but when you're watching the view, (laughs) yeah, but when you're watching the view, (laughs) Whoopi gets them in the mood. (laughs) Whoopi does it for him. Who's the hottest woman on the view? Well, she's not there anymore, so uh, Megan McCain. Yeah, I will say that. I don't know who that is. McCain's daughter, I think. Oh, that survivor. How many gaming apps do you have downloaded right now? Um, I just said I'm the only one I have on my phone is the South Park. It's a good way to ask if there's game if there's games on your phone. So good question. I only have South Park. And a crib. Well, I play cribbage, but it's not an app. It's just like a when you can play online. Old school cribbage. We used to have solitary. Not Tyler get Stevens. Who will leave AEW for WWE to become a huge star? Um, I don't know if anyone. I mean, I'm sure people leave, but do I? I don't know if anyone in current WWE. I mean, honestly, who have they made a huge star? Like Reigns. I mean, I don't, I don't, they, they don't really make stars very good. AJ Styles, maybe, can claim AJ Rollins. I don't know. They haven't really, who's really like any current guys they made the huge stars? I, I, don't, Becky I don't Lynch. Know. Who? Becky Lynch. Yeah, Becky Lynch. That's a good call. I guess maybe then a woman. Um, I could see maybe Jade Cardgill down the road. Um, she would probably fit in mm-hmm. big. Um, but I know she taught in an interview, she talked about not going there for a reason, but it'd be different now that she's established. They'd probably, uh, you know, we'll see. I think she, I don't know this last thing. Like I personally would be leery about going there. If what they said is true about like they offered dust, uh, dusty, they offered Cody $3 million to leave AW and so then he leaves AW, then they like take that away and offer him like way less. Like that's pretty messed up. I think it's messed up for the guy who starts a company to leave for money, but um, but it would make me like think like, well, I don't know if I want to even try this out. Tyler Stevens, would you get Incher's name tattooed on your body? Nope. Where would you get it? No. The government name or the nickname? Neither for me. I know I have no tattoos. I am uh, tattoo free. How about branded? I have a brand. I have an in your head branding iron here. Geraldine's gonna let me brand her. Kinky. Lexar, you want a, want a matching brand? 
like uh, only if it's Geraldine's tattoo. No, it's in your Geraldine's IYH brand that right on your ass. Can you bring the razor wire uh, hair whip? Hell yeah. Um, bu- 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 Mike Bessler. If you are offered two hundred fifty thousand a year for the rest of your life, with the sole condition that you will experience explosive diarrhea three times a day every single day, would you take the deal? So I mean, you can buy some probiotics. You can buy some kombucha to help with that, maybe. I was just thinking, you know, this might work out for Incher. He'd probably be pooping less every day, and be getting all his money. So. I'd be praying in the bathroom five times I a day. Think, I think no. I mean, this the rest of your life, you're just shitting yourself all the time. I, I think that'd be it's a good good time probably. to listen to the show, actually. Yeah, every day for the rest of your life. We, we I, buy a, I buy a year supply of Pepto Bismol. Yeah, but you're going you're gonna to live more than a year. Hopefully, unless you're shitting all the time, maybe you wouldn't last long. You got to insert the Ole Anderson. Uh, it's the shits clip into this. You just plug it up, Lexar. Just start wearing okay. the pens. You just got to get sponsored by the business. I think me and, Steve say, me and Stevie say no. We're not taking the money. Just to <laughs> take the money. Hey, take the money and get the runs. Get it. Not doing it. Owl, do you, do kids still buy posters? Hell, if I know, I don't fucking know any kids. I don't even see them for sale anywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. I don't know conventions. Uh, yeah, but like so, like kit like that's more like collectors. I, don't I know think I think anime nerds they probably buy posters. Like I know I have a JoJo poster somewhere. Yeah. And like. Boomers, boomers buy posters. Yeah, but he said you kids. Know, like Led Zeppelin. Yeah, I'm just kids. speaking in general. Mm. Would you let CM Punk cover you in ice cream bars? And the condition was you could interview him until they all melted away. That'd be a fun interview, actually. Yeah, let's do it. Have you ever made poop in the woods from Robert Budzinski? No, I don't think so. I know Paul Orndorff likes to sh- uh, poop in trees. Whoa. This one, I can't show it on here. Who came first? And it's a it's a cartoon egg fucking a chicken. That's <laughs> Lexar's boy, Al Lulb. He's got that dirty mind, Lexar. Mm-hmm. He's probably locking himself in the bathroom jerking off, don't you bet? Absolutely. Nikhil Callahan! Boom. Favorite memories of Vader? Who's going in the Hall of Fame? That's a good question. I'm a huge fan of Vader. I think the best big man in wrestling. Um, I was a fan of a lot of big guys, but I'm a huge Vader fan. For me, I didn't see a lot of his Japanese stuff, so I can't comment on it, but his um, early 90s mm-hmm. WCW stuff's fantastic. His match with uh, Sting, run Cactus Jack. Yeah, Cactus Jack, Sting. That stuff's great. If you're if you need Japan stuff, check out him squashing. Like he beat Anoki in his debut and caused a riot in Sumo Hall, and then he had a really good match with Basala 
I was surprised when Sal was able to suplex him. That was really one of my biggest dis- uh, disappointments when, even when Hogan came in, I was not a fan of Hogan coming in WCW until he joined the NWO. But like um, him, no selling Vader and stuff. That real that stuff really uh, put me off because I was a huge fan of Vader. And then um, I really thought he would do well in WWE. So that, I remember right away he comes in and beat and beats up Gorilla Monsoon is a great angle. And then you know never. Oh never yeah, was Vader. Yeah, Vader versus. Sorry, Vader versus Stan Hansen, where Vader's eye was bulging out. That was pretty intense. Oh, yeah, I've seen that one, actually. That used to, they used to show that a lot on the old um, shoot interviews. Yeah, I was going to basically say the same thing. Like, or before or before Hogan came in, or, or Vader's first run, when he when they basically, he was beating up everybody in WCW. Awesome. He even beat up Sting, like mm-hmm. the Golden Boy, like, and he beat him. And I thought, yeah, this was just that. This was just a great run for him, and then, and then they brought in Hogan, and oh, yeah. it didn't and work. First, first he was just like a this locker room celebration where he was ch- gonna challenge, um, gonna challenge uh, Hogan, and I thought, okay, yeah, you're gonna get Hulk Hogan versus Big Van Vader, uh, and yeah, it really killed the whole angle when Hogan when he gave him the power bomb and Hogan just jumped right back up like yeah. Nothing. And I thought that's it, Vader's dead. And not too long after that, um, there was this going to be this the um, the cage match, the War Games match, and then before you know it, Vader was gone to WWE WIF, and he was on a Boy Meets World. By the way, forgot about that. And yeah, yeah I thought, really, uh, I don't know. I thought he there was guys he could have worked great with in WWE at that time because they started. They, that's when they started to have a you know good roster and started to, to rebuild. My personal favorite Vader match was the, the the Texas Death Match against Cactus Jack. Yeah, it's awesome. That, that that's I love that match. I think and, it's some of Sting's best matches is with Vader too. Yeah, remember yeah. K ninety two and the King of Cable Tone final. Rick Flair, one of his best matches too. Was oh Vader. yeah. Oh, the cage match, the cage match against Vader, or either the title match that he won the belt or the cage match. I thought, yeah, those were pretty good too. And oh. I'm glad that Vader is going into the Hall of Fame. I wish again, I wish he was. They would have done it when he was alive. Because he had a he had a career like the Japan career and the WCW career, worthy of a Hall of Fame induction. Oh yeah, huge, great career. And mm-hmm. they, they really should have they they should have put him in when he was alive. And people uh, always people often talk about that period of WCW like it sucked, but uh, they had some of my favorite stuff of that era. Uh, Regal in his prime, definitely. Uh, Vader, Cactus, the uh, the Bulldog for a little bit was really good. Um, Sting was great at during this period. Then he got you know Austin was you know Ricky he wasn't Steve a main guy, but he was uh, he, him and Pillman or just as a singles guy, he was great. They had a lot of great talent. Cactus, that's when Cactus became my favorite guy. Um. Oh yeah, and uh, Dustin was really good at that time. You had Rick Rude, Arn Anderson. Uh, let's see here. Thoughts on Tony Khan saying he'll be booking Ring of Honor like an NXT model? 
I mean, it's fine. I, I, um, uh, I love AEW. I do think booking two actual promotions at, at the same time is too much for any one person. So I think he'd be better off having someone else actually run it. I mean, you know, he could be the overseer or whatever, but I think he'd be better to have someone else actually book the company, though. I think Regal too much would be for, a good for two, help for that. Guy. Uh, AEW star Ethan Page took on Twitter this morning to comment on his one-year anniversary of the company. Uh, I have enjoyed his run of you. No, I, I think this guy, I, I gave him a shot, but um, I just think he's a bust. I don't really see a lot in him. To me, he's just kind of a guy. He's fine. He's not bad or anything, but you have so many great talent. Do you really need him? I don't think so. And I, I don't like the uh, – I don't think he has any chemistry with um, Scorpio Sky, and I, I don't like Dan Lambert at all. Kid told me I look like him one time. I was surprised by that. How great was it to see Don Callis on the buy-in? I am a Don Callis fan. I, w- I was happy to see it. Uh, thoughts on this? Adam Cole is 32 and Adam Page are 30 or main, main eventing AEW Revolution. If they were on the current WrestleMania 38 card, the only younger male wrestler on the show would be Dominic Mysterio and Austin Theory. That's interesting. Uh, that's cool. Thoughts on the WrestleMania card so far? Let's get this card up. I, I've seen pictures. It does not seem to... Uh, yeah, I'm not all there. impressed. <laughs> So night one, we have Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. Has <laughs> <laughs> this feud been going on for like a year now? <laughs> See, I only, I only watch your pay-per-views, and every time it's Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin or Mad Cat Moss. Is you know some combination of that? Been going on forever. Uh, I have no interest in that. It's probably fine, but um, Ray Mysterio and Dominic versus Miz and Paul Ogan. I mean, I understand he's got to follow Logan. I'd rather see Paul Ogan, but uh, Logan Paul. Yeah. I I have no interest in this at all. I hope Jeff Jarrett shows up and gives Knoxville and Logan a guitar shot. It was weird to see the Miz has been he's been in WWE like 18 years or 14 years. I was like, Jesus. Becky Lynch uh defended the belt versus Bianca Belair. That'll be good. Oddly enough, they have the two women's matches on the on night one. That's weird. So it's they have both the Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair and the Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey. I would uh, think you would split those two up so you'd have a women's title match on both nights. That's weird to me because then I guess they have the do they have the men's titles on both the same shows? Oh no, because they're versus each other, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That seems weird though. I wouldn't do that. Um, I still think it should be Becky versus Ronda, but I, I, I just Fear that that Charlotte Flair Ronda match main event in the show, everyone's going to boo it because I think a mania crowd they, they never want to cheer Charlotte. And I know Ronda's supposed to be the face, but they're doing a good job as making her a baby face on SmackDown. Or, yeah, I haven't watched it, so I don't know. But well, yeah, she's getting cheered. She's she, well, it's a good thing because they've got Charlotte is such a great heel, and plus, 
she she's opposing Sonia Deville as well, and Sonia's a pretty good heel. Yeah. So by default, oh. Ronda's the baby face, you know. So. Well, if it gets the right reaction, it, you know, my it, I mean, Charlotte's really good. Ronda can be in the right situation. So we'll see. Um, night two. There's also a match to be announced. I don't know what night it's going to be. I assume it'll be night one since it's only got four matches. But RK Bro versus a team to be announced. Well, I don't know. that's exciting. You know, that's going to be uh, the Street Profits. Really? It might be the I'm not all that. I'm not I'm excited about that. <laughs> no, I, mean, I was just thinking, who the hell wants to see that? I mean, it's it's a fine match, but is that, that's not like something I really care about seeing on WrestleMania. Um, so you get Edge versus AJ Styles. I'll be, I haven't really liked the Edge return, but I do think this will be good. That'll, you know, I, that'll be a good match. Yeah, Edge and Edge. Uh, Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. I can't get, I, I've heard that good things about Pat Mac. I, I'll, uh, someone doesn't really watch the shows. I have no interest in this. It might be a good match, but I'm not invested in either one. Yeah, me neither. Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. I understand why he's on the show and he is a big name, but again, I don't care about it. Maybe it'll be funny. I don't know. We'll see. But I can't say much about it. <laughs> <laughs> Queen Zelina and Carmella versus Sasha Banks and Naomi versus Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. I don't oh, yeah, that was on... Uh, uh... Uh, Naomi just announced that she and Sasha were now a tag team, another manufacturing tag team. <laughs> <laughs> you got me on that one. On the show. Oh, I don't care about that one at all. Uh, this one, I, I, I know we've had it twice on Mania already, but it is a really built-up match, and this one I actually want to see. Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns for the for both titles, I guess. Winner takes all. Um, I think Roman Reigns wins it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm assuming it. Roman takes mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I'm interested in that though. If it wasn't for that, this would be like the most lackluster Mania card ever. It still might be, but I don't know. Some t- I will say there are times though uh, when a card doesn't look that great, and then it surprises you because I think part of it is you go in not expecting that much, and also some of the talent knows that people aren't expecting a lot to really step it up so we'll see but it i can't say i'm excited about it uh i'll watch it though i watch wrestlemania every year the ladder match for the wwe nxt north american title at stand what's stand and deliver oh that's the nxt show that's oh okay. that weekend. yeah all right wasn't that an old movie about like a teacher yes uh, Edward James almost yeah. and, and Lou Diamond Phillips starred in Stand and Deliver. He should he should be in the corner of almost. He could be his uncle or something. Uh, Carmelo Hayes defending against four other competitors. Who will they be? I don't fucking know. I don't know. T Bar and Mace and. <laughs> Who's that? A, the the low bud, that low budget Italian guy that's in the NXT. <laughs> He's really terrible. I don't know. Slapstick. Any memories of La Resistance? 
Um, I did like Rene Dupree. I don't. I didn't really care for the team so much, but I, um, I like Rene Dupree. I think Rene was wrestling in Japan a while back for Noah, so oh. he's probably still active. Yeah, he's probably not that old because he was super. He was like a nineteen or something at that time, I think. D'Lo Brown feels like he hasn't done enough in wrestling to warrant a WWE Hall of Fame induction. Do you agree? Yep. Um, in theory, yes. But if you look at people in, in the Hall of Fame, I mean, no. I mean, he's done as much as some of them people. So. Um, <laughs> thoughts on Miro reportedly signed a new con. We did this one. Yeah, I'm excited. Have you seen the trailer for Obi-Wan Kenobi? I have not. Thoughts on a kid coming from WWE NXT to NXT, WWE NXT UK to NXT 2.0. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. A guy named a kid. <laughs> the hell kind of name is that? It. Is that like the a train son? A train son's just a kid. Why should I take something? Or on the train train. <laughs> yeah. A kid versus Jake something. Forest Del Castellans, USFL went bankrupt over playing football players. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because you have to to get all these guys, you have to pay them a crazy amount of them. Um, thoughts on Matt Men's Andrew Zarian reporting that oh Sid, that would be cool. Thoughts on Roderick Strong making his WWE NXT UK debut. I think that it could be good. I don't watch it, but I think. Yeah. Uh, him and versus him versus Ilya would be pretty good if they ever do that. Did they trade, they trade a kid for Roderick Strong. It's a good point. Oh man, this one's getting uh Stevie excited. Almost and Commander Aziz teased the match on Raw. Would you like to see this at WrestleMania? <laughs> yeah, I kind of would like to see it. I just a morbid curiosity. Commander Aziz or so much on the pre <laughs> You can add Shanky and have a triple threat. You know? Hell yeah. They could do can World War III. On that? You can't be a bad time to bring back World War III. Everybody <laughs> just gets depressed. They're like, oh, shit. It's like foreshadowing. Jay, here it is. Yeah, this is a guy's real name. I thought you were just kidding around like you didn't know the guy's last name. Jake something has confirmed his departure from Impact Wrestling. Yeah, it's just real stationary. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Favorite memory. He, you, Lexar, you beat him to it. He's asking his favorite memory. Tony Khan says he's not looking to replace Cody's EVP position, but is looking for a new brand. I think he already didn't he pick. Um, I thought Brody Lee's uh, widow was the new took her role. I don't know. I th- I, I really think that was short sighted of Cody. I mean, that would probably would have been a job for life. Um, thoughts on Tony Khan revealing today that the first day of double or nothing ticket sales gave AEW their first ever gate of one million dollars. Um, that's very exciting. That's great. I did think it was funny that there's so many people trying to excuse it away on the um, on social media, like saying they were like, "Oh, that's easy to do." I'm thinking, well, if it's so easy to do. Why has no company ever done it except for WWE? Not even WCW or anything. No, it's so easy to do, but no one's ever else has done it. It is. It's weird to me that there's a lot of fans who hate WWE and don't watch it, but 
But if you ever say anything good about AEW, they're there to like defend the WWE and Vince McMahon with their life that they're they're better. It's very strange. Yeah, they're flip floppers. I don't know. Even if you don't like the company, I mean, it's good. I don't know how you can try to flip, flip this around that it's somehow not impressive. Uh, two-time champion Eddie Edwards assigned a new contract with Impact Wrestling. Are you excited? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> cool for him, I guess. I don't and his last question, favorite Ben Stiller movie? Oh, um... I like Dodgeball, I guess. Zoolander? No, um, the one with uh, Winona Ryder and Ethan Hawke. Oh. oh, I know what you're talking about. That is a good movie. Um, oh, geez. It's really good, and I just saw it. Um, I have the cassette tape of the... Of the oh, I, I really like Tropic Thunder. Reality I, Bites. That's, what Reality, yeah, that's that. a really good movie, too. Yeah, uh, that's a good movie. But I, I actually, uh, I, that, that's a good choice. That or for me, uh, Tropic Thunder, Thunder. I really think it's funny. Uh, would you, this is Tyler Stevens. Would you interview AJ Styles on a boat? If the condition was you could interview him as long as you wanted before the boat fell off the edge of the world. <laughs> 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 that was very good. Very well done, Tyler. I guess the CM Punk ice cream sounds better. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to just fall off into into off the earth. If you interviewed Matt Cordona, would you ask him how good it feels to beat a bank robin meth addict like Nick Gage? Uh, no, I, I you know I respect the man uh, and not get Hep C like the Hannibal. No, I wouldn't. Ask Over the years, how many holes did the Undertaker dig for souls? That that should be like a that should that would be a good uh t-shirt documentary or something. Did they ever do that t-shirt digging holes, taking souls? Yeah, I actually got that one in 2017. I'm gonna do a Lexar and holes shirt. I'm gonna dig my own (laughs) holes. Uh did DJ Curly Bear write a new Hardy Boys theme song? Uh if he did, what would it be called? Hmm, I don't know. I really don't think DJ Curly Bear would be into the Hardy Boys. I actually got a question. Would DJ Curly Bear, like, what faction would he join? Hmm. Oh, I think he'd, he'd join up with the acclaimed and start a new faction. That, that makes sense, actually. Anastasios Theodosiadius. I tried tried downloading a video of a dude getting hit by a train. That sounds like uh, sounds like fucking crazy. Sounds like live leak. I think you should probably seek. Uh, it's an old silent movie. I don't know. Seek some like uh, help. Woman on the train tracks. I hope he wasn't jacking off to that. Brian Matthew Clutter. Bed. Does Sting have one more title run in him, or is that ship sailed? Uh, not singles, but. I would really like to see I'd like to see him and Darby as tag champs, or I've mentioned this before. I'd like to see him, Darby, and, and Punk um, when they do the trios title. I think that would be fun. Maybe TBS, I mean TNT, but like in a multi-man uh, situation. So that way he doesn't depend somebody uh, like I wouldn't super... because they always present that title as the face of almost like the 
the best upcoming, almost like the old school IC title where it's like the best guys coming up. Uh, I uh, I don't think so. I I mean I wouldn't be like heartbroken, but I think it, if you're going to put a belt on him, it would be better in the tag. I would say give him a week if he has a single title. Mm, uh, I I wouldn't, because then you also have to have him lose it, and then it's kind of sad watching him lose it. True. Whose house is it? Uh, Steven, I like this house black. Uh, well, it could be it could be Swerve's house, could be Paige's house, could be the house of black. You never know. It could be in your house pay per view. The heady house. Stellar Steven, will well Lord William Regal make an in ring return on AEW? I could see a six man match if cleared. I believe so. And he was moved actually to the active uh, roster on the website, and it, it lists like a zero zero. So I do think we're going to see it, and I. I would be for that, and I like the six-man idea because then he doesn't have to do a lot of bumps and stuff. Just Agreed. do a few spots, make everybody happy, kind of like the sting roll. Give give him the knee lift to somebody. Yeah. Slap a, slap a few guys around. Do kind of, you know, his uh, kind of pompous uh, strut a little bit. Yeah, it'd be good. Uh, Stellar Steven, should Raven have made a cameo during the dog collar match of Revolution? Yep. That would have been cool, even if just sitting in the crowd like they, they had Greg Valentine that time. Greg Valentine should have been there too. That would have been nice. That would have been cool mm-hmm. if they just cut to the crowd and they had uh, in the front row Raven and Greg Valentine. Um, Stellar Steven, should Pat McAfee have asked Vince McMahon about Beyond the Mat? That would have been cool. Cinematic matches or Jerry McDivitt. All that would be good. Oh yeah, that's I another did, thing I, I watched. watched cinematic week. matches would stick around. I'm glad they didn't because uh, I don't know, but I, I did think they would stay around. I did control your narrative, like is basic. I think that's what they're going to do. Cinematic. Matches. Yeah, it's 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 like kind of like Lucha Underground or cinematic. Um, but I think it would have been interesting had he asked him because on Beyond the Mat, he did say that we make movies, so he did eventually. That's true. I found McAfee so annoying in that interview. <laughs> I, I, anytime I see him, I find him. Anno- I know people really love him, which is is fine. I'm not saying you know, I think anyone should like who they like, but anytime I mean, I honestly have not seen a lot of him, but anytime I do, I just find him very annoying. Yeah, he, he can be annoying. I thought the interview was fine, but he does has like this almost non genuine looking excitement all the time. But um, I was kind of surprised he mentioned Alistair Black briefly and I just wish he mentioned the things I mentioned earlier so now they're saying uh, FTR is uh, teasing a WWE Hall of Famer as Tully's replacement um, that would be a good use of Arn Anderson now that, t- that Cody's gone and then I think it would be cool if Tully brought in uh, turn FTR babyface the crowd do- does like him put him with Arn and then a little, not like right away, but a little bit down the road, Tully comes back with the heel team because people also like to see the Tully and Arn interaction. I, w- I think that would be fun. As long as Arn doesn't uh, use his Glock. <laughs> oh, but he can deliver a spine buster. Hey, yeah, hey, when, is Brock, when is Brock versus uh, Hook going to happen? Brock, uh, Brock Anderson? 
is it gonna? I don't know. I like to see who just beat his ass. Uh, you and your memories. Anthony Oberstar says a real ten ten and bombs. That's also a good movie. All right. Well, that is all the questions for this evening. That was oh, fun. Speaking yeah. of Royal Tenenbaums, favorite Wes Anderson movie? It's probably mm. that one, isn't it? Maybe Royal Tenenbaums. I'm very hit and miss with uh, Wes Anderson. I really like his movies or I don't like them. So I know. But th- it's either one or the other. It's not like this one's okay. Where, but uh, yeah, probably Royal Tenenbaums. I like Bottle Rocket, too. I know it's, you know, it was like his first movie, but I liked it. All righty. Uh, check out Without Your Head, Women in Horror Month. Had some cool interviews. I did a couple today. Uh, one's up. The other one will be up Friday. Also, a new dinner and a movie. Uh, Annabelle and I uh, reviewed. Oh, I got a question. Shakespeare Shitstorm from Troma. And we also have a review, two other reviews coming up. We got a review of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022 and a review of Nightmare Alley. What was your question? The, the guest that you had on Without Your Head, what movie would you recommend? I mean, I know she mentioned the short film, but would there be something that she did that you'd recommend to anybody in general? Yeah, well, uh, her feet, she's just now having her first feature film coming out. So uh, look out for cool. it. Yeah, look for it. And then, but the other one I would check out on Shutter. If you have Shutter. Good deal. Uh, really fun interview. She's really cool, Mary C. Russell. I'm really looking forward to her feature film and having her back on. Very fun interview. She's very cool. Uh, Barbie Wilde will be on this month. Um, the female soundbite from Hellraiser 2. Oh, shit. Uh, Goretta Goretta is going to be on from Demons. Uh, I'll a lot of independent uh, women in horror. It'll be fun. Oh, Eileen Dietz will be on next week too. Um, from um, she played Papu, uh, Pazuzu in um, in The Exorcist. She played the face of the. She actually played. Uh, she played the girl in The Exorcist in more scenes than than was originally said too, because they didn't want an underage person doing any of the sexual stuff. Um, Jack, did you watch the Vince McMahon interview? Uh, I did not. I saw a couple clips online, but I did not watch the whole thing. I might though, but I've not really heard like it was like really interesting. So I don't know if I'll watch it. Yeah. Um, there was very few interesting things about it. Um, I think what stood out to me most was Vince's JR story about, uh, these promoters, like trying to put out, they're conspiring to put a hit on him. That yeah, I've heard that story like several times though. Though when they're oh, talking yeah. in the bathroom. Oh, okay. It seemed like a lot of the stories that he said were stuff that I've heard like many times. Yeah, I've heard that he didn't tell a lot of new stuff, but it was which is just, fine if you know if you never heard yeah. it. I'm not saying it's a bad story or anything. It's just that you know I've heard it told a bunch of times. It's just only interesting because Vince doesn't do a lot of out of character interviews. Yeah, yeah. How about I just think it's that... funny. People thought it was so big of him that he didn't trash AW. And I was just like, I don't know. He's being interviewed by a guy that like he employs. He's not going to guts pal. Yeah, because he has trashed it before. And that like he's like 
just saying or something. What are you saying, Lexar? I was the statement that he said that uh, being a WWE superstar is much better than being a pro wrestler. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it is strange that the Brand guy who owns the biggest wrestling company is so anti-wrestling. I know this is old news and everything, but it, it is it's off-putting to me as a wrestling fan that the guy the main the guy owns the main wrestling company. Like you could tell he doesn't like wrestling. It's weird. I, I guess it's stupid a, for liking watching the show. I I guess it's like a marketing standpoint, like uh, you're a WWE superstar. I think it's it, I think it's a his mind a, a thing, but I, I don't think I think everyone really just thinks it's kind of stupid. I mean, WrestleMania is their biggest thing, and it says wrestling ran the title. WWE is World Wrestling Entertainment. No one watches that and thinks this is sports, and they they watch it and they oh this is wrestling. Mm-hmm. But wrestling not that mainstream anymore. So that's why you label it doesn't superstar. matter. No one is ever going to see this as anything but wrestling. Mm-hmm. He could call it whatever he wants to call it, but everyone in the world thinks knows that it's wrestling. Have you ever heard one person in your life say, I'm going to watch sports entertainment or say, man, that's a really great sports entertainer. I've been sports yeah. entertained tonight. No, no yeah. one has ever said this and no one ever will. Maybe the strongest WWE Mark will say it. No, no one, no one, no one talks like that. No, no. <laughs> what about that? What about that guy with the WWE tattoo? <laughs> no, nobody, nobody. T- when are they ever going to put out that uh, that the big wrestling fan documentary? The Vladimir, yeah, yeah, I don't know, I don't know why they didn't release it. Why would you put all this time making something and then just never release it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't release the Lex Luger documentary either, the icons. Yeah. I'd like to see that too. All right, uh, do you, uh, I'm predicting Arn. Does anyone else have any predictions on who uh, the new FTR? Um... Yeah, I'm predict Arn. Yeah, Arn Anderson. Maybe Ricky Morton. He's in the Hall of Fame, right? They put in the Rock and Roll Express. But yeah, I'm guessing Arn. I don't know if he's still alive, uh, but uh, the person who used to. Uh, manager, well, you're not going to put a dead guy in. Who? The person who managed uh, the Legion of Doom back in the 80s. Oh, oh Paul Ehring? That wouldn't be a too bad of a choice. It would get a pop. I've personally never really been a fan of his, but I don't think he's a very good pro. I never understood what, why, what he added to the Legion of Doom personally, but but people would pop this because it's an old name. I think it's because he's the smart one of the group. Oh, is he? Never seemed too smart. But anyway, <laughs> that was in your head tonight. That was fun. Had a good time. We'll be back next week. Um, hopefully, Intra's done pooping by then and done wiping and washing his hands. And uh, we'll be back to the Tuesday show. I might uh, do uh, a live show after Dynamite. I used to do them. I might do them. They're fun. We'll see. Usually I forget what happened on the show come the next week. So it'd be better to do one right after uh, AEW. But we'll do our regular live show Tuesday, then maybe a shorter show Wednesday after Dynamite. We'll see. But we'll be back Tuesday. Join the Facebook group. Subscribe here. 
Um, if you want an 8-bit, um, your uh, one made of you, uh, 25 bucks, send it in. I'll get it done. Sure. might take me a little bit because it takes a little while to make, and I'm making some for some independent um, horror movies. I'm uh, making a line for an independent horror film, and uh, I'm a busy man. But it'll get done. All right, folks. All right. Thank you guys. I appreciate y'all zooming in. Good to see you, Steven. Yes, good to I see you, my boy Lexo. <laughs> and good uh, thank you for Stellar Steven for zooming in. Yep. That's always wins. You're a good man. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Andre the Giant. Andre was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not small. No, 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 Andre could drink, and he could fight, drink, 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 and a fight, 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 Andre was big, yeah, 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 he was not small, no, 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 Andre could drink, and he could fight, drink, 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 and a fight, 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 Andre the Giant, Andre was big, yeah, 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 he was not small, no, 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 Andre was great, he was not bad A great big heart and a great big man Andre was big, yeah, yeah, yeah He was not small, no, no, no Andre could drink and he could fight Drink, drink, drink and a fight, fight, fight Andre the Giants From Grenoble, France